0: I will call upon you to do a service
2: for me. Play the Godfather. Now at Chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
3: VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, Chad Brown here. You may remember me as a linebacker in the NFL or as a reptile breeder and the owner of Pro Exotics. I've been herping since I was a boy, and I've dedicated my life to advancing the industry and educating the community about the importance of reptiles. I also love to encourage the joy of breeding and keeping reptiles as a hobbyist, which is why my partner, Robin Markland, and I It's free. If you're a buyer or a breeder, you got to check out the Reptile Report Marketplace. The Marketplace is the reptile world's most complete buying and selling destination full of features to help put you in touch with the perfect deal. Find exactly what you're looking for with our advanced search system. Search by sex, weight, morph, or other keywords and use our Buy Now option to buy that animal right now. Go to marketplace.thereptilereport.com and register your account for free. Be sure to link your Marketplace account to your Ship Your Reptiles account to earn free tokens with each shipping label you book. Use the marketplace to sell your animals and supplies and maximize your exposure with a platinum ad that also gets fed to the Reptile Report and our powerful marketplace Facebook page. Buying or selling? Use reptiles.com to take advantage of our discounted priority overnight shipping rates. ShipYourReptiles.com can also supply you with the materials needed to safely ship your animal successfully. Use ShipYourReptiles.com to take advantage of our discounted priority overnight shipping rates, the materials needed to ship the reptile successfully, live customer support, and our live, on-time arrival insurance program. We got you covered. Visit TheReptileReport.com to learn or share about the animals. Click on the link to the marketplace. Find that perfect pet or breeder. Then visit ShipYourReptiles.com to ship that animal anywhere in the United States. We are your one-stop shop for everything Reptile Related.
4: Another episode of Morelia Python Radio. Tonight, we're talking Scrub Pythons with uh, Jim uh, Kurgowski. He's coming back second time. Uh, We're Mm going to be talking with him in a couple minutes. Um, It's very, very difficult to find Scrub Python people that want to come on the show and talk. But the fans were, (laughs) were, were, were wanting some scrub fix and uh we're going to we're going to give it to him tonight. So we're going to find out what's going on with uh with Jim's collection and uh cuz he's got the scrub bug. Uh if you look mm-hmm. at uh, uh what he's got going on, he's got some cool stuff, so um we'll be uh talking with him momentarily. Uh I did uh we we are what uh a week away, a week away from carpet to
0: Close, yeah. to, uh, I think it's like eleven days, twelve days, something like that, something crazy. So yeah. we're 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 almost there. So it's crunch time, <laughs> you guys. Yeah, and I know. So if anybody wants to come clean my house, please. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's one of those things, and it's like this it just kind of fell at it. like. It, yeah, I know we've been planning it, but it seems like oh my god, there's like no time left. It is all here. So. Uh, We're definitely gearing up, and I've been speaking to a few people, as well as you you, and uh, a bunch of other people trying to get stuff going for the auction, trying to figure out what everybody wants to, you know, eat and drink, trying to figure out how to cook the food that the people want (laughs) to (laughs) eat.
4: I saw you cooking noodles, Owen, so you might want to Shut up. All right, that was (laughs) it. (laughs)
0: You <laughs> you know, you know. That's what stay I away do. from I'm that like, stove I, i'm doing 12 things at once water's boiling i'm like noodles and i just dumped and i didn't even look and <laughs> everywhere and i'm like oh and you're a half italian how did you how did you fuck this up so yeah, yeah it was uh there will be other people cooking other than me it's okay so <laughs> um it's just one of those things and of course like uh, and i was talking i was talking to mike curtain last night And Uh he goes, well, are you getting ready? I'm like, I'm wandering around my house and finding all these flaws. And he goes, oh, so you're getting ready? I'm like, yeah, of course. (laughs) Like you know. And then add that double, like you know, it's it's like you know when you have guests coming over, you know they're gonna, you're thinking, oh crap, they're gonna notice this, this, and this. But now add that times ten because now you got to bring the snake room. It's like, oh my god, they're gonna notice that you know this one cage is a chip on the side of the corner, and it's like freaking you out so just, <laughs> these are just the to things make
4: sure that everybody's keep going nice. away
1: tonight yeah
4: everybody's drinking right before they head into the snake room you'll be fine.
1: exactly <laughs> if, I get
0: you guys, if I get you guys horribly intoxicated you won't remember yeah. what I even have let alone you right. know the condition so <laughs> this is true but uh That's yeah
4: true. it's it's uh it should be a great time it's just basically uh
0: glorified barbecue. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. But it's I'm a sure heck of a grill. It will be. I'm going to make sure the grill's all nice and scrubbed up. We're going to make sure we're all good. You're coming Friday night to help set up, I assume. Uh huh. Um, yeah. And then we're gonna go we're gonna start getting set up Friday night with the cleanings and the scrubbings and the setting up of tables and stuff and uh, I'm gonna make sure 0 is gone. <laughs> so, he, he'll be oh, out Thursday night. Yeah, so it's like all he'll do is hinder the process. Um, yeah, yeah, and then we're 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 good to roll. I mean, I'm I'm. I'm picking. I'm I'm building shelves and picking up a mini fridge this weekend for beer. Oh, <laughs> so the nice. bar will be complete. Yeah. So uh, see how much further we push
4: complete. along. The carpet Fest pushes along your, your my house? new house. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Into no, 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 party
0: no. mode.
1: <laughs> yeah, so You're ready to get the go. hell out of my
0: bank account. But yeah, it's like you know. But it's. It, it, I'm so excited about this. It it's ridiculous because. uh because I moved here in like December, I had uh-huh. to actually have, like a housewarming party or anything like that. So this is like the first trial run of the house for you know people other than like four people at once. So right, it'll be cool. Oh, but yeah. you know, I, I, I'll I might have eggs hatching. <laughs> yeah, do. <laughs> I have eggs due right at carpet fest. So there might be uh, caramel tiger jacks hatching in the incubator when everybody's here. <laughs> so nice. You know. Yeah, well, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Everybody can help me pick my holdbacks.
4: <laughs> yeah, I have, I have eggs hatching too, but I won't be here.
0: You just be had better. a clutch.
4: Hatch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, kind Well, f- most people would say you got kicked in the be on the odds uh, because I only got one albino, but it appears to be a caramel albino. So wait, I'm just
0: wait, bad. that wasn't just a crappy pick. You
2: only got one albino
4: yeah wow
2: yeah one albino
4: It's a weird thing um it's it uh i talked to, to rob about this but um i'm just gonna throw this out there so that people would have this information but uh what happened is i had the you know as soon as one pips or two pip you see the sli- the little slits in the eggs i usually just uh manually uh you know cut everybody uh, yeah pit, pit the eggs and give everybody yeah. a cut Um, so I did that, put them back in the incubator. Didn't even think nothing of it. This one pops its head out. And, um, apparently I guess from, from maybe going back in, I scared it. Usually the snakes will go back in the egg. Um, when they're scared. Oh, but it it came out of the egg. Yeah. No, it came out of the egg. But what happened when, what happened is like, it, it, it wasn't. Like it didn't absorb the,
0: uh, oh, the, the yolk yet. it wasn't ready and to come out of the egg.
4: Correct. Uh, and, um, uh, uh. it, it kind of, uh, it was weird because it looked perfectly healthy, but when you flipped it over, like the belly was all sunken in. And then you could see that it, the, the yolk kind of trailed back to the egg. And it was like, wow, that's kind of weird because just the day before it was like flicking its tongue, you know, like its head was popping yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, he told me to, uh, to put a paper towel over top of the rest of the eggs, and that way, you know, it'll kind of like not make them as nervous, I guess, and they'll yeah. kind of get back in the eggs and, and wait till they're ready to come out. But, uh, that was the only one, but yeah, I lost one, and one albino, but uh, a lot of caramels, so a lot of caramel had albinos. Um,
0: but Caramel had albinos, that would be sunglow stuff. Yeah. You're
1: correct. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> so
0: I, I do. I do good. <laughs> I believe
4: the one, the one, um, the one that I did get, uh, I believe is a male, and I believe is a caramel albino, or a sun glow. Cool. Yeah, so.
0: We'll see how he see how he progresses and see how he turns out.
4: Yeah, it's so hard to tell with albinos when they just come out of the egg because it's just like basically yeah. pink. You
1: know, it's kind of yeah, like. Yeah. No no no
0: no pressure, but if you produce like a really, really good looking sun Glow, that's when you can start trying to talk to me about getting into the carmalbino stuff. So, you know. <laughs> we'll get you there.
1: Don't worry. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> we, <laughs> don't we, you worry, we, Owen. I'm coming. <laughs> we always
4: do. <laughs> yeah, it is true.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah. So um so yeah, I got uh, I'm waiting on uh, Man, this is like the longest, uh, I don't know, it seems to me in my past uh, years getting clutches, they all came like one after the other after the other, and it yeah. was kind of done, wrapped it up. Well, I have a huge yeah. gap
0: in between. You'd, you'd give you a gap, yeah.
4: Yeah, it's kind of weird. So, I got that, this caramel zebra girl. Year.
0: Did it? Yeah, it was like the super caramel clutch came out first, and they hatched in May, and then the next question didn't hatch till the end of June. So it was like, by the time those babies came out, the the, the super caramels had like shed twice, eat, were eating and rolling, and it was a, like a huge size difference between the two, and it was insane. So, and then the uh, the bretels didn't even hatch till August. So, wow, something else. So yeah, the big gaps happen sometimes.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, it's kind of kind of strange. I'm not used to that.
1: I
0: uh, I kinda like them. It gives you a chance to, you know, work on this clutch and then they'll be rolling by the time the next clutch comes and you can work on that one. So Yeah, I guess that's a good point. (laughs) I
4: didn't think (laughs) about that. But uh you know, I don't know. Usually I don't uh I'm not i am not going to say that. Never mind.
1: (laughs) Move along. (laughs) Usually I just uh No, never mind. Never mind.
4: No jinxing. No jinxing tonight. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, I don't know, not much else going on. Just waiting for that last clutch. I got, uh, another clutch that should be, uh, pipped out before we go to carpet fest, which is, um, the, uh, super caramel zebra jag and the citrus tiger. And see what happens with that crazy, uh, crazy mix. Nice. uh, But yeah, other than that, just, uh, waiting for carpet fest, really.
0: Um, Should be a fun time. Yeah. Uh, anything else going on with, with you? Uh, with my guys, I have no idea what my bows are doing. Um, cause it's like, they're huge. They're pregnant. They're pregnant. They're eating. What is what, what going on here? And then I'm being told that that could happen. And I'm like, I, I don't know. Just give me the babies. If you're going to have babies, just do it. So yeah. I don't I don't know. <laughs> that's something that's going on. I don't know what's going on with them. Uh other than that, we're just trying to get things organized over here for when everybody shows up. Um my rough scale Python just shed. So uh everyone can feel free to uh check him out when they're here. So be good man. Cool. I'm I'm gonna enjoy it. So cool. We'll uh, speaking,
1: python, I yeah there you
4: go speaking of uh scrub pythons um we'll probably talk about this on the show but uh yeah. my my male hal Mahara, just kind of kicked on me i know that this is kind uh, of a it's kind of a common thing that kind of happens with these guys yeah. um, but i don't know it's just uh just weird i it seemed yeah. like um I don't know if he. I I don't know. I I, I don't know. I don't got that. He kind of looked like he wasn't doing. That. Do you ever look at your snake and you can say, "Oh man," you know, you can tell that something's, something's off. up
1: with you. Yeah. yeah.
4: So. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I I tried a couple tricks and you know nothing. And I thought that he ate, but uh, you know how, like you have that. Cause he because he ate down but he regurged and then that was it. yeah gross so yeah. that is the worst yeah. smell in the world um
0: he is <laughs>
4: but it's crazy because this female i have she's just not not on wood moment. i mean she just does great
0: you know yeah. Um, yeah some do well some don't do well sometimes you have where they just roll on you and sometimes they don't. I mean, it's something that just kind of happens, especially with a species that like scrubs, and especially like howler scrubs. I mean, uh, unfortunate thing is you're not going off of any kind of captive, born and bred basis with those guys. So, um, yeah, no idea really what's going on there. But
4: I, I, I mean, I can appreciate the fact of the uh, the wild caught animals, but you know, I don't know. Like, I guess if I were to look at my place I, I don't know if i'm really geared to to do that you know i, I maybe I, I don't know maybe when you have like a a large collection you can't give it the proper care i don't know it's just questions that
1: uh i don't, I don't know either yep. I mean, it's
0: like i've kind of shied away from any kind of wild cloud stuff um even though i did um I, I turned my office upstairs uh into a quarantine room i got like two four-foot cages and a baby rack in there uh-huh so now I'm doing full-fledged, like, month-long quarantines of any animals that are coming into the collection. Right now the quarantine room's full with all my holdbacks right now. <laughs> I, moved, <laughs> I moved them up there for um, – I moved them up there a couple – about a, two months ago or something like that So I just wanted them up there. So it's like uh, I was running out of baby cages and things like that, and the computer systems were kind of acting up. So they're just up there right now. So if I do get anything new, I'm going to have to just – I don't know what I'm doing, so I've already ruined the rules. So. <laughs> I might not want to start at that
4: sentence with "This is my new quarantine room."
0: <laughs> I know, right? It's like if I get something new, it's gonna have to like sit in my bedroom while I move everybody downstairs again,
1: and then yeah. be
0: in there. So it's like, it, yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll fix it later. <laughs> I'm I not guess, getting yet- new. Yeah, I guess yeah, right. I
4: guess when you're getting uh, when you're dealing with that that kind of thing, you know, wild caught or or anything like that, you have to you have to. I couldn't say how important quarantine would be, you know. I mean, it, it is. Uh, I mean, especially it, it, if you have a a collection, you know, an already established collection. That's yeah. You know,
0: I, I mean, imagine it, it'd be my worst nightmare to bring something into my collection that would just move through, like, I I don't know, say like a sickness or something that would just Uh go and that you can't get ahead of. And you, can you imagine losing half your collection to something because you didn't quarantine?
4: No, man, I don't know.
0: Like, I'm pretty pretty sure I'd just be puking, like constantly want to die. So. Yeah, that was a topic
4: that was brought up, uh, you know, just mites with a large collection. I mean. Oh. You know what I mean? No, whew, that's a oh. that's a job like you want to quit.
0: <laughs> oh. oh, that is horrible. I mean, see, and that's just one thing. Like, say, say I got like a trio of animals and I bring them upstairs, and it turns out like my it might not even be from where I got them from. Say I bought them from a reputable guy at a show, but like his table was next to a scummy guy, and I came home and the three animals I just bought got mites. Now. Imagine them one in a cage next to like your really expensive super caramel jag, or imagine them upstairs in like a quarantine room where it's just the three of them. It's like I can do this <laughs> three versus yeah. like twenty something. It's you know the no freaking brainer,
4: <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, I mean,
4: I don't know. That's kind of a that's kind of a weird sub. Well, let's mm-hmm. let's bring Jim on and let's let's
0: yeah, let's let's do yeah, this really.
4: a little bit. <laughs> Hey Jim, how you doing? Welcome to the show, or I should say, welcome back.
1: Hey guys, how's it going?
4: Ah, uh, all right. We're gonna talk uh, some scrub pythons, uh, so we figured we'd start with uh, you know what's new with uh, your collection. What do you got going on? What new acquisitions have you made since uh, the last time we talked?
2: New acquisitions. Um, I'm kind of definitely, like you said, have the bug. Um, I don't know I'm just trying to pick up pick up everything I can uh it's it's kind of been a lull here recently with imports come in or things are getting grabbed so fast I don't even have a chance to see the post but um I have uh I have you know gotten a couple animals here recently and I'm looking for more uh probably next month you know I'm gonna be ready to buy in mass quantities if I can find them. So, um, some recent acquisitions, uh, I got a, uh, female Southern scrub, uh, proven from Andy Maddox, uh, out of Houston, uh, he produced a clutch, uh, last year they had them, I think they, they kept them outside. And uh, ended up uh, breeding over the summer and, and having a clutch out of those guys. Uh, I was kind of uh, kind of taken back because I, I had asked him if I could buy the pair um, that year that, that they produced, and he said no, and then I, had, so I ended up getting a, a female uh, captive bred one from him. Then he calls me up a couple months back, and he's like, hey, you know, are you still interested in, in that female? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, we, you know, I send him the money and everything and he's in Houston. So it's about, uh, about three hour drive or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I go, uh, I go down there and, you know, check out his shop. He's got a, he's got a works at a cool shop. They have lots and lots of reptiles down there. Um, that's uh pets a plenty ultimate Reptile or something like that. Uh,
1: Cool. And I check her out, you know,
2: I've seen her before and she's she's a really, really awesome snake. Uh a little darker than uh some of the ones I've had in the past, but uh really nice looking. And I kinda asked, Well, you know, why are you selling her before I went over there and looked at the cage and and he told me that uh that she killed the male.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, Oh,
2: okay.
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'd get rid of her too. I'd be kind of
2: pissed
1: off.
0: Oh
2: my god! Yeah. Wow. But, um, you know, it it is what it is. You know, they, they yeah. were housed together, so you know, whoever you know, you never know what happened. You know, he she was hungry, or he did something wrong, or whatever. So, uh, so I picked her up, and she's a she's a heck of a beast. She's a oh nine ten foot or so, and has a real real crazy attitude. Um. But that's you know that's kind of what makes them special, I guess for the real scrubby <laughs> people with... mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I like her a lot. Um, she was a cool addition uh, I posted up her daughter that I got in, uh for sale because i'm I'm really not super interested in those guys because they're you know, I don't want to say common but a little more common, especially with the with the imports and that kind of thing yeah. Um, so I posted her up, and I have a mail that I I think I got from uh, from you, Eric. Oh
4: yeah, did
2: yeah. I, I, buy, I buy no. a mail from you, and um, uh-huh. as, as he's grown, you know, he was kind of in question whether he was a type two Aru or a or a Marek and a Maruke, right. and uh, and the more he grows, I'm, I'm pretty confident that he is a, a Maruke. Um, so he's gonna.
3: He's gonna be paired
2: up this year with that female. Uh, cool. I put him in early this year because I got her pretty early in the season. Uh, he just didn't really show much interest, so I don't think she was uh, she was ready to go at the time. Um, and he's a little bit, a little bit young still, uh, but the, the end of this year or the end of you know twenty fifteen twenty sixteen season, he should. You should probably make an effort, I would imagine. Um, Right. What else did I get? Uh, I got uh, a bunch of Helma I've got uh, two pairs of those guys. Um, I got the... I got one pair from... Or no, I got one lone female from Cam at Bushmaster. And uh, she was... Be in a real, real pain. She didn't want to eat for anything. Um, no. And I kind of worked on, um, you know, offering different things. And you know, I think she went six months before she ate. But uh, really, you know, it's about it's about patience and not yeah. not rushing what you're what you're trying to. Oh, um, my! Feed her every three days, or I'm gonna try, or I'm gonna mess with her. You know, it's setting them up and leaving them alone and letting them get comfortable. Trying once a week, uh, trying different things. You know, I tried uh, I tried rats of all different sizes and mice and you know, live and pre-killed and frozen thawed and you know, all different things. And she ended up taking uh, frozen thawed jumbo mice after a long, long time after that six-month period. Um, but she was a big girl, you know, she's, she's pretty decent size. And she, uh, I think when they come in with any size on them, you know, it just takes them a little longer to, uh, to get to established understand. and start going. Yeah. So, so she's good. And now she's taking, she's taken small rats as well. So, uh, I'm pretty happy about that. Um, I got a little mail, uh, from somebody else. I can't, Remembering the name of the person uh, off the top of my head, um, and he was he was doing really well right away, um, and then I had some problems with shedding. Uh, we've uh we got a ton of rain now, but we were having uh, over the winter a lot of a lot of dry weather. It was pretty cold, so the heat was going a lot, so the humidity was. The ambient humidity was not cooperating, uh, and even with misting and everything, I had some shed issues with him where he got a stuck shed that just would not come off or anything. I soaked him for weeks and you know, soaked him for a day and let him dry out, and then soaked him for a day and let him dry out. And finally, he went into shed again and got that off, and he's back on track. <clears throat> so, I've got that pair. Um, they're pretty small, uh, I would say, another two years at least before I'm going to give them a shot. Um, and then I got uh, a heads up uh, on another pair from Ari uh, from s Exotics uh, that's here in Texas as well in Houston. Uh, okay. So I got that pair. Um, they were bigger animals as well, but they were uh, supposedly feeding uh and when I brought them home and set them up for, you know, I left them alone for about a week and then offered them rats and, and they took right away. So, oh, uh, both,
0: awesome.
2: both of them are taking, uh, taking larges, just frozen thawed rats. And they don't, uh, I don't seem to be putting on much weight very fast, but at least they're eating. So uh, I'm going to, Very cool. I'm probably going to do a, a fecal and see if they got any uh got any crazy stuff going on there. But uh right nope no nope, no problems with them and you know they are growing but you know not as not as fast as I would hope they would. You know, I'm kinda antsy to get them up to size so I can give them a give them a go. Are you doing um, anything
4: special with uh their you know like um are you keeping them warmer or are you keeping them like the rest of them or? What's your approach, husbandry wise?
2: Uh, for those guys, I've, right now I've got them in racks, uh, CB seventy racks, but I have them in the uh, the the gray tubs from uh, Reptile Basics, I think it is. Or yeah, yeah, um, and so they're kept pretty dark, you know, and they don't see me. I don't disturb them. Except, I mean, I do check them. Uh, something else I'll touch on, but I do check on them quite often. Um, but you know, I don't mess with them. But once a week, when I go to feed them and you know check to clean them or whatever, um, and temperature-wise, uh, you know, they have the the ambient light. I've got I'm running um, I'm running ambient humidity now with a with a humidifier in my in my snake room uh, that's set to about sixty five uh, constantly, and I have, you know, they're, they're just running off of, uh, in a rack with, a with a thermostat on it. I'm not doing any drops in temperature, um, over the, you know, over the course of the day and night on them, uh, except for the breeding season. Uh, I have all my lights in that room hooked up to, uh, some pretty cool digital, uh, Digital timers that uh, account for the daylight and sun, daylight and sunset times, so it keeps the oh, cool. it keeps the uh, keeps the daylight uh, consistent with the course of the the year. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're awesome; they work really well. I'll, I'll post them up sometime. I like them a lot, and I run yeah, I run all the lights off of that, so I don't even have to worry about turning things on and off. It just comes on and off by itself. And you know it has a long summer hours and, and short winter hours. Um, what else? What else? Uh, I keep them. I keep them on uh, like indented uh, craft paper. I have okay. done some substrate. I, I really prefer substrate because it you know it holds the humidity and stuff. But you know when you're buying bags of say, cypress mulch or that kind of stuff, you know, you always have to worry about bugs and, you know, not not mites per se, but just bugs in general, because they store that stuff right. outside. Right, so, right. Um, you know, I've gone to that, and then I've been like, what is all this stuff in here? And then I'll scrap it and try something else. I've done, you know, the aspen chips and that kind of stuff as well.
1: Yeah. But I think, you I mean, know, I kind can, can of always, always kind of go know. back
2: to the paper.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys <laughs> no get sick. tiny little flies out of the mulch, and that was the most annoying part of it, is like these little, like, almost like fruit fly nat things.
1: Yeah, tiny, tiny little
0: things. Yeah, <laughs> and that would just piss me off. <laughs> so, it, um,
2: I don't think it hurts the snake, but it sure is
0: annoying. No. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't hurt the snake at all, but it's still just annoying, and you put the fly strips up, and all of a sudden you realize just how many there are, and you're like, oh, my God. So, yeah, um yeah just one of those things
2: it feels kind of crazy yeah uh
0: and then you know in the winter time i i am giving
2: them a a night drop uh basically my basically my ambient you know my ambient gets pretty low uh during the winter so we don't get too cold down here but enough to uh to bring them down you know to the 7 low 70s i don't go much much more than that you know i've been in my past success with, uh, with the Southerns, you know, I cycled them just like I did my carpets and, and they took for me. So, uh, I'm not going too crazy about, you know, experimenting, you know, I'm going to do what I know uh, worked for me before, try to emulate it at the best I can. And, uh, cause it was quite a, quite a while ago. So.
4: Do you feel that what's your thoughts on the whole, um, I don't know. My my thought with with scrub is just scrubs is that they need to be acclimated to your environment, and once they are and they feel secure, I think those tubs that you're talking about are a good idea as far as not feeling you know disrupted or disturbed and not stressing them out. Uh, I I really think that might have a lot to do with successfully breeding them. You know,
2: I don't know. Mm -hmm. That would be my guess. What's your thoughts? Um, I agree. You know, I I really, I I monitor them all the time, right? I'm always, I'm always checking temperatures. I'm always checking the cages to see if they need cleaned. You know, I'm very, I'm very up on monitoring them, making sure, because, you know, like you said, you can tell when a snake is off or if something's going on and you, you know, people way before us have said, you know, you have to learn from your snakes and you have to, you have to be able to recognize when when things aren't quite right for them. So um, yeah, I mean the racks the racks are great for a snake up to about you know that size, maybe yeah six foot, eight foot, maybe some eight might be pushing in. Um, but you know, other than that, if you can get them young you and get them used to that your your environment not being disturbed too much, but they're they get used to you coming into the cage, right? And they know you're going to mm-hmm. feed them, or you're going to you're going to pick them up gently, and you place them into another bin, and you're going to clean out their cage, and you're going to put them back in there. And you know, a lot of my animals that have been pretty aggressive, uh, you know, and you they strike at you constantly. If you open the cage, they don't anymore. They wait to okay. see what's going on. They're like, are you gonna are you gonna pick me up, or are you gonna feed me? Um, I always feed on the same day. Every day or every week, uh, always at night. Um, so it's a very very set schedule. That way, when I go in during the day to do maintenance, they're not expecting to be fed. Um, you know, I, I am on a, a seven day feeding schedule, so nobody's extra hungry. Uh, everybody gets a appropriate size rodent. I don't go too crazy on big or small. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't really mix it up that much uh, as far as throwing in chicks or quail. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that, but I don't just don't do that personally. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I just don't know how, how you'd be able to to handle that with, with some of the larger animals. You know, once they get to a certain size, obviously a, a rack won't quite work. I mean, you could go with a, a freedom breeder. With the, you those know,
0: big Christmas tree tubs that everybody's all yeah. uppity about maybe, but... Yeah, I mean, Christmas tree tubs are cool,
2: but they're, you know, they're opaque as well. I mean, they're not total, yeah total isolation. Yeah. And if, if you were going for that, you know, the best would be to get those Freedom Breeder huge, yeah. huge python racks and
0: yeah, maybe just cool. paper,
2: paper, cover the windows or whatever.
0: Yeah, I, I've but, seen ones that come without the windows, but... Um, even then, I'd be a little nervous about opening a drawer that's at, like, chest height with a uh, <laughs> bar neck on the yeah. other side of it. I mean, that's just me. So, I mean, uh, obviously we've had uh, we, we had scrubs here that would learn our routine and kind of calm down a little bit more, but then we had others that would learn our routine and then use it to, like, ambush us. Like, they would know what the sound to unlock the cage makes, and they would be like kind of doing their own thing. But once they heard that key turn, they'd be up and out. Have you noticed that a lot of you guys are kind of learning your routine?
2: Uh, no, I mean, they know it's, it's all for me. It's about the timing and I don't know why it works, but it works for me. Um, at night they know I don't, I don't touch any of my snakes at night, period. I have people over. (laughs) You can, we're not, you can peek in, but we're not taking them out. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, I only handle them or take them out to clean them during daylight hours and I only feed them at night. So I haven't had that. I've actually seen the opposite where they know it's feeding time and they know it's not feeding time. Um, they will become alert, you know, and, and, you know, when it, especially in the tubs, cause it's, Oh, they get, you know, a little bit startled when it gets slid out sometimes. But, um, you know, I've never, you know, caught a, caught a, caught a bite to the face or anything. And it is, cool. I have big racks too. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of kicking myself in the butt for buying, you know, like a eight foot tall rack or whatever it is. Cause <laughs> the ones up high, the ones up high, you're like, Oh man. So I purposely put the nasty ones down low and, yeah, and
0: put the ones yeah.
2: that, uh, that aren't up high. Um, but they normally wait, you know, they, they, they wait, they look at you, they analyze what's going on and, Typically, they don't strike at you. I've had some, you know, where I've been messing around too long or trying to take pictures or whatever, and they'll have a go at me. But uh, th- thankfully, up, yeah. nothing. Uh, no, no, seriously. Okay, I gotta get get rid of this snake because it's too smart. Uh, you know, it's gonna kill me one of these days. <laughs> of
0: the I've had those. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm just an idiot or they're just far too smart. But uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, right now, um. Right now I have uh, my, my tannin bars. I have so three tannin bars, and uh, my, my male tannin bar is just psychotic, but the two females are actually pretty chilled out, pretty down low. And I was dumb enough to put the male tannin bar all the way up at the top of the rack. And he's still small because he's a tannin bar, but still, you know, it's annoying after a bit to have death from above. But I can just imagine yeah. 12 feet of that. So um, have you noticed any kind of difference in attitude with the different localities
2: uh yeah absolutely um
1: okay.
2: typically uh the hamaheras are are very shy um, yeah. a lot of them you know the ones i i mean i only have four so i can't really speak for every single one but in
1: my
0: in <laughs> my yeah. opinion
2: uh, in my opinion, you know, when I mess with them, you know, you can touch them, you know, in a lot of scrubs, you'll touch them when they're just relaxed. So like I can slide the cages open and they won't even move. They just stay where they're at. They don't get all crazy yeah. and, and I'll touch them. And, and some of the, you know, some of the other species are, you know, I guess they are species maybe, um, they'll spin mm-hmm. around and they'll be like, oh, all right, And they want to kill you. <laughs> but these guys, they'll just hiss and they'll kind of bury their heads a little bit, um, mm-hmm. And they're all different, you know, they have their different personalities. Uh my male, um, Raris, uh, he's the, the smallest male I've got. He uh he just hisses. He never he'll never strike at you or anything. Um yeah. he's he's pretty chill. He'll kinda eventually get agitated and kinda move away a little bit, but he's not bad. Um my females aren't that bad. Uh my larger male, uh Ari, he... And I named him after Ari because Ari, Ari and Ariana, because Ari tipped me off on getting them. So they <laughs> told me about them. So I, I had to, I had to honor him and, uh, the male, he's, a, he's the only one I have that'll actually strike prey and coil and eat it. Um, wow. and, and it's it, a lot of them I've, I'm finding are, are weird like that as far as wanting to eat. Uh, they want me to just, and and this is what I do, and it's a little weird, but they will, they'll take frozen thawed rats, but they want them dried off and they want them just left in the cage. And they won't, they won't eat them right away. Sometimes, you know, I, I don't normally stay up too late, you know, after I feed them, but I have looked in the past and come in hours after I put them in there and they're not eaten, but then in the morning they're gone. So... You know, it's kind of just, and if you were to, in those same scrubs, if you try to tease feed them, they yeah. won't eat for you. Really? So it's all about learning. Yeah. So it's learning what they want. And if you turn them off because you scared them with the rat, they're not going to eat.
3: And they might not eat
2: for a couple of weeks if you make them agitated enough. So it's, I mean, I just, I got little trays, you know, that my rats come on and I just, I thaw the rat out, I dry it off, I put it on the tray and I put the tray in their cages and they all have hide, hides in, inside, the, inside the rack. Um, and normally they're just inside their hide and I just set the tray in there, close it up and come check in the morning who ate and who didn't. Um, but that's how I do that. Um, I've got uh, all my Helma harrows except the one male uh, eats that way. I have a uh, an Aru female that eats that way. Um, wow. and, uh, the new, uh, the two, uh, also, Did I tell you about the, uh, Tamika's that I got? No. And you're gonna be like, what? Tamika's?
0: No. Uh, tamikas? I know that locality, <laughs> only from Whitelift. So keep
2: going. <laughs> so, so I, uh, and, and they, eat, well, I've tried that. I was told they eat that way as well. Um, okay. Have they just went, they were in shed cycle, uh, since I got them. So they haven't, uh, they haven't taken for me yet, but, uh, I'm sure they will be the same way. Um, yeah, I, I saw, I ran across a random post that somebody posted up and, uh, speaking about, uh, it was speaking about tannin bars and I'm, you know, I actually had, uh, my female tannin bar pass away uh, for the, from the same thing that my, my male, Helma Hera did with the stuck shed, mm-hmm. and which is stupid. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, now it's like, you know, I could have prevented it, I'm pretty sure, if I mm-hmm. would have been a little more on top of it. But, uh, you know, it sucks anyways. It sucks yeah. letting an animal get that way i mean I, I check them all the time but you know i maybe i just didn't notice that he was he was too dry or or whatever or she was too dry so she passed away and uh, i'm looking for another female and I, I ran across this guy's post and i was like yeah you know i want a female and i'm talking to him and then he posts up or I we're talking and i'm like uh he's got these other other you know scrubs that have never been imported before or something. And, hmm. and I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like BS, you know, every scrub has probably been imported yeah, at some point you know, in time.
0: Yeah, Unless they're like,
2: uh, in the back, right. some oh. archipelago or whatever, right? Yeah. So I'm like, do they have yeah. orange sides? And he's like, yeah, they do have orange sides. I'm like, okay, sold. Uh, <laughs> no pictures, no nothing, whatever. I said sold, I won't. Um, <laughs> Uh, and it turned out he has a, he had a pair, um, and they're they're nice size, they're small, you know four footers, you know something like that. Really, really nice colors, uh, and I picked those up, uh, and they're they're amazing. And
3: the weird thing is,
2: you know, with the with that locality, uh, he's telling me that he has very accurate and reliable information that they were caught. Just north of Tamika. Uh, okay. Tamika is not. Tamika is not in the Central Highlands. It is south of the range. Mm-hmm. Um. Oxoval is. Yeah. Somewhat south of the range. It's it's in the southern part of it. Um. Uh, and you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of. I think that's a very misunderstood. Um locality. And I personally don't think it comes from the Highlands at all. Uh, I've seen really, really big similarities uh, with some of the Southerns. And I think I talked about this maybe last time. Uh, the Southerns that I bred, um, they some of the babies had orange sides when they were born.
0: Wow. Uh, and the parents obvi- were obviously not
2: you know, that locality. I mean, they did not have orange sides as adults at all Mm -hmm. um, and didn't have the yellow chins or anything, but those babies straight up had bright orange little bands on their bellies. Um, So, you know, my personal opinion, and obviously I haven't been over there, um, would love to someday, but can't do Mm -hmm. it right now, um, is that, you know, you have some lighter the lighter-faced Southerns um, that are probably from Maruke or, you know, really far south. And then as you're going uh, higher in elevation towards the mountains, you've got those other maybe in-between type ones that are the darkish ones that we're seeing these days, um, which are almost the color of the, you know, I'll call them central, I'm going to call them orange-sided ones. (laughs) Um,
1: And, uh, you know, they
2: almost look like that because my female that I bred, you know, 10 years ago or whatever, she was a very dark-patterned animal, and the male wasn't. He was a very light animal, and I did get, you know, those orange sides. So I don't know if it's, you know, just they get darker as they get, farther north, or if those are truly isolated, or, or how it works, but, um, you know, Ari's been up uh, up in the Highlands, and, you know, other people mm-hmm. I've talked to, you know, Bowens are the only thing that are up there, so, you know, I don't, I don't think that that's probably the truth, you know, and, and until we get somebody to go up there, and, you know, I've been bugging him to write a scrub book, but He's uh, he's too busy. He's too busy <laughs> he's on his bonus mission.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. So I'm like, uh, <laughs> someone, 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 start a GoFundMe so I can tag along with him and do some scrub research.
1: Do it, um, send
2: Eric. <laughs> 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 yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I I'd love to get the info, you know, so I know what's going on, because as of right now, you know, it's I I don't want to even breed something that doesn't look identical to it's counterparts because you just don't know what, what you're messing with,
1: especially
4: because, yes.
2: you know, everything's important.
4: What's your thoughts on, do you think that there's, uh, do you think they work like, say, the carpet pythons, where there's various subspecies of scrubs, or do you think that they're all one group? Uh,
2: they're so different. Um, you know, some, some you can, you can, just their body structures and, you know, we haven't done a ton of advanced scalation research or anything, or I don't know of any. Um, I'm always looking at pictures and looking at details about the animals that, you know, if you can get a good enough picture to kind of look at some different things. Um, They're just different in size and and, in, and I know it, you know, it's got to be genetically Proven, I guess, to actually warrant them to be a, a subspecies or whatever, or geographically they have to be, you know, isolated or you know, there's got to be research to to back it. But I think they are. I think they're all so different. Um, yeah, the the waminas, you know, they've got pink tongues. Well, not none, none of the other ones have pink tongues. The uh, lockins are bright yellow. Tannenbards are tiny. Helmajara's are you know, super skinny and just kind of different. Um, it's just, that I don't know, I think they are, you know? Not, and not you know, the green tree pythons that are, that are all up there and from the different localities, they all kind of look different. They have different patterns, mm-hmm. they have different colorations. Um, different little uh, groups and that have, uh, have their own characteristics. You know, and they were talking. You know, I, I'm not too much of a of a chondro guy, but uh, you know, I know there was talks of splitting them into two uh, species as well. So, I mean, it just takes research. I, I, I definitely don't think they're they're the same.
4: Well, I think that they recently did. I, I don't know if you're aware of uh, Daniel Natouche was talking about how the scrub pythons in Australia he believes are. Two different uh, two different things you have the uh, you know like uh, the amethystina and then you have what would be considered King horni. Um mm-hmm. and they split them well not officially but so there's a another scrub Python in the Cape York I guess you know
1: mm-hmm.
2: so. did, did our, is it, <laughs> they're both in the same area.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe so. They overlap yeah, yeah. or something like that, yeah.
2: Yeah,
4: that's where he was from, and he was saying that the, I believe it's the ones that are farther north are, which I guess would make sense since, uh, you know, Australia and New Guinea um, mm. were connected at one point. Um, the ones that okay. are farther north are more like uh, what you would say a southern scrub, um, and then the ones that are farther, you know, as you're going down australia they're king horn hmm. so.
1: interesting
2: yep yeah it makes mm-hmm. sense to me i mean if <laughs> land bridge at one time or another and you know.
4: yeah i wonder if there's even scrubs out there that we don't even know i think of that one remember that one that uh who was that was that tom crutchfield posted up that you crazy worry, looking that, thing hey.
0: Crazy patterned, like dark orange, crazy thing. That was a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Now that I think about it,
4: yeah, yeah. I wonder whatever happened with that?
0: Mm.
1: It's one of those things.
0: Actually, that,
2: like, I'm, I'm sure there are. I mean, they're supposed to Bismarck Archipelago is supposed to have them, and there's so many other little islands, uh, you know, in the Malakos and, and that kind of stuff. Uh huh. I, I wouldn't. Oh. I wouldn't imagine. You know, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt if there's things even closer to, um, you know, south Southwest of there, you know, yeah. you got, you got islands, all the Timor Island, East Timor or West Timor or whatever the heck it is. And that kind of stuff, you know, I don't know if the currents aren't just right. So maybe they never drifted over there, but you know, there's so many islands up there off the, off the Western coast, West, West Papua that, uh, you know, I, I saw old uh, an old import list that listed something called uh, from wagio Island. Never, I've never, never seen, seen it.
0: That, that's uh that's I've heard of.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, but they're listed, and I mean the prices are there. Uh, uh, and it had Tamikas as well, which. That's that's the only reason I found it is because I was trying to figure out if anybody else marked that locality or, you know, had brought things in from that locality. uh, And it was on that price list as well, so. Wow. Um, It's real interesting. You know, I'm sure there's stuff that we haven't seen.
0: So I guess it would be scrubs that, I guess, because the same thing goes with certain other animals or it's like cost effective for them to go to these islands to collect these animals. I would assume there's some, there's some islands that they just don't go to anymore because it's not cost effective. So,
2: yeah. yeah, I mean, if you have to boat to to the Island or it doesn't, you know, all these places have airports, you know, and, and that's a lot of the names probably came from the airports. I, you know, they might've been collected locally in that area and then came out of that airport. Uh, but, you know, Tamika has an airport and, um, you know, up on the the northern side of Elmhara, there's an airport and that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's yeah, they're not going go to go these rinky-dink little islands to get these obscure snakes. Uh, that right? I would pay. I would pay top dollar for. But you know, for for them, you know, they're getting. They're, yeah, well, they're getting a, a couple bucks or whatever per snake. You know, obviously, if you know, the imports are coming in and and you know, people like Cam and them are selling them for. 175 bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. Although he bumped his prices to 275 here recently, which hurted me a little bit. <laughs> I, I, made, I guess we made them too popular or something. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, if they're if he's selling them for that much, then the person that actually collected them probably got a dollar for it or something. U.S. If that. So, uh, huh.
1: Huh. You know, a two-hour huh. or
2: two-day boat trip to some tiny island to get you some awesome scrub is uh, probably not going to happen unless you've got some friends over there that uh
0: will do it yeah, for you who are willing to do it. You give them $5 to go get it. So, yeah. God. This may be right. a crazy
4: question, but can you do it?
2: If you wanted to <laughs> charter a boat and go there, could you do that? Well, I tell you what. I mean, obviously you can go over there. Um it's not yeah. it's not the most uh hospitable place ever. Um they don't speak English for one. Uh, and you know, if you're going to some of these really remote places, they probably don't even see tourists. You know, you've got divers and and bird people that go out there. Um, and that for me, that'd be your best bet is kind of tag along with some of these birders or, or, you know, especially if it's your first time going over there, you know, that's what I plan on doing unless you're going with people that have been before. Right. Um, you know, because a lot of the a lot of the things I found for the Helma harriers and that kind of stuff, you know, it's birding reports. Oh well, we went to we went to such and such island to see the bat colony, the flying fox colony, and we saw a scrub python or whatever. And they'll actually, you know, have pictures or show show or give it the the true scientific name because someone actually uh, identified it. Okay. Um, so I mean they're there. I mean it's it's just how do you, how do you get about doing it, and then getting from place to place, and getting your getting your uh, your visa or whatever you need to get uh, into the country. I would It's assume, a lot of research that has to be done. It's pretty intimidating, yeah. honestly. And I would assume there
0: had to be some sort of licensing agreement. Maybe not even on the end of the. Uh, Island part like the animals for getting them back into the States. I guarantee you Sides and stuff would have to be involved and all that fun crap. So yeah, cuz I mean they have
2: export uh, export quotas um,
1: Yeah,
2: and you know that stuff's listed if you go out uh, On the web, you know you can download the quotas and I think they only mm-hmm. they only allow like out of Indonesia They only allow 750 uh, live uh, scrub pythons to come out Wow. Um, so I mean, you would have to find somebody that does it and have them send them to you. I would imagine, and probably yeah. pay them pretty heavily because it comes out of their quota. Because uh, I, mm. I, would imagine they have their individual quotas as well. I don't know how that works, but that's my assumption.
0: I, I would I would kind of assume the same thing. It's almost like a fishing, like uh, conglomerate thing where they have their own personal quotas of how much they can take. So yeah. Uh, Wow! To know Eric. Go pick your own, okay? <laughs> <laughs> stuff.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I would love to go pick my own, but I don't think that's going
0: to happen. <laughs> Not a Christmas yeah. tree farm here, all right? Maybe we'll
2: Come have on. to maybe we'll have to push a
4: read to uh, get uh, what do you call it together, a trip together.
0: There yeah, you know, that'd well,
4: be nice. Future of but Herb he's going to go to the high, he's going to go to the highlands and he's going to be like, okay,
2: guys, see you later, and we have to go. <laughs> we, I mean. <laughs> trying to plan a trip. I mean, I, I looked and I looked at all these little rinky-dink airlines and whatever, because you have to take. You know, we're so spread out. You'd have to go to one locality at a time, which really <laughs> sucks. Because I'd like to go see them all in one trip, but I doubt that it would ever happen. because uh, right. it's just so spread out. Yeah. Yeah. I need to. I need to meet somebody rich with their own plane to just like, or helicopter and island hop <laughs> me around.
0: So if you know a guy. <laughs> if we know a guy who's really rich, well, well let me think. No, oh, I don't don't know anybody, name.
2: Eric. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, All my friends are snake for. We all burn all our cash on more snakes. So, yeah. Yeah, right.
4: What do you think of, uh, I'm curious of your thoughts on moving scrubs out of Moralia. Is that, uh, is that a, a go for you, or are you still on the fence, or have you embraced it?
2: Uh, I've embraced it. Uh, that's a go for me. And I was actually a little, a little perturbed that you didn't change your uh, opening thing to Similea Python Radio.
1: You can't do it every time. <laughs> 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 I would have
2: liked to hear that, but you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's. It's
1: it is what it is, you know.
2: If they mm-hmm. if the research was done and you know it was accepted by the community, then then I'm gonna accept it as well.
0: Um, it was I'm calling my reticulated uh,
2: Malayo python, mm-hmm. um, you know. So yeah, I'm going with uh, I'm going with the, the masses and right. Kind of, uh, I'm kind
0: of going that route. And still, some well. people are clinging to hope. It's kind of funny.
4: So, it, it, it always seemed like Morelia was like uh, kind of a you know a catch all for everything with a prehensile tail,
0: so to speak. <laughs>
4: you know, oh, yeah. had a prehensile tail.
0: Morelia. And it's near <laughs> Australia, done Morelia. So yeah, yeah. That is true. Kind of good that somebody's uh, taking cool. a little bit more of a vested interest in scrubs in general, as well as other you know Indonesian pythons. So it's cool. I like yeah. it. So.
2: And I, I think there's a lot more people out there that are kind of getting uh, getting the bug as well, or at least getting interested in them. Um, you know, there's a, a lot more people on the forums that, uh, like a Facebook forum and stuff, or Facebook groups,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh,
2: that are kind of kind of into them. I just recently started uh, one myself. Yeah. Uh, today, as a matter of fact. Uh. I I don't really know what I'm going to do with it. I kind of just created it because I wanted to. Um, I don't, uh, I I think I want to keep it small and I want to think, I I don't know if I'm going to do just people that have produced scrubs in the past or, or, or what.
1: Um, I don't know, you know, I don't
2: know what I want to do. Uh, as far as X concerned, but I do, you know, I did set it up and added a couple people to it just to just to play around. I'd like to, I'd like to make some, you know, I think I'm building some decent relationships with some of the importers. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And I'd really like to potentially bring in large quantities of animals if I can get them. Uh, that would be cool. And maybe I know
0: there's. Good. well
2: a lot of people have talked a lot of people have talked about it and tried it and whatever but you know maybe maybe I don't have any direct connections uh, to Indonesia but you know i I know some people here and you know if I could get some and get some established and you know so that not so many are you know in really bad shape when they're getting sold you know I'd just rather I'd rather maybe even tame them down. You know, I have some routines that I do to, to work with the snakes to tame them. Um, you know, if I could maybe get a, a nicer looking, better quality snake on the market uh, that has a little bit of attitude and stuff, um, I think it can't hurt. So. And I want as many as I can get anyways.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, a point, it's a win-win. That, I mean, I've seen people take that kind of approach with uh condors, or they used to where they just bring in a bunch raise them up and then when they had a good established you know animal to sell they would do that and uh they became kind of well known as the go-betweens between uh the importers and the general guys so it'd be really cool to do that with scrubs i mean it would be a kind of a nice little stepping stone for everybody to get into so yeah
2: yeah. Cause I, I mean, maybe people want them, but they don't want to, you know, well, I don't want them because they die, or, or I don't want them because they're mean, or I don't want them because they're infested with parasites, or they're all mm-hmm. scamped up, or, you know,
0: mm-hmm. and, and
2: they, I mean, they come in that way, they're collected from the wild, and they, they sit in shipping containers for, God knows how long, coming across the ocean, or whatever, the air, I don't even know how they get here, honestly, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, it's a long time, and, you know, they're dehydrated, and they're messed up, and, you know, and some of the people just sell them as is, uh, as you know, and uh, I think there'd be a market for nicer, cleaned-up ones. I mean, I'm really, really excited uh, about the news that, you know, a lot of people are got got clutches that are coming, or clutches on the ground, um, you know. Uh, I think uh, I think waminas are are coming out this year. Should be hatching out this wow. year,
1: uh, which
2: That's would be awesome. awesome. I don't have them. I love them. They're one of my favorites. Uh,
0: yeah, I do like. So them I want a pair that. or two of those
2: at least. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, I mean, in the in the me- you know, in the in the meantime, why not uh, why not get myself some more scrubs and you know maybe hook some guys <laughs> up uh,
0: in the process. So. I also get pick of everything that comes in, so it's good for me too. Yeah, I mean,
2: like you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean and it everything. does, and then you you know
0: yeah. you can hook your
2: buddies up, and you can. Yeah, it's cool.
1: <laughs>
0: Why not? You know. It's a good. Idea. Yeah, I mean you know, like like even messing around, I'll just bring them all in and be like, all right, this one I like, this one can go, um, this one I like, this one can leave. Yeah. You know. It's all good. It's all good. I love it.
1: So
2: I mean, uh, it's I, something I you know much. what. Yeah, I've been doing. You know, I I did the carpets for a long time, and you know, don't don't get me wrong. I, I really enjoy carpets. They were one of my one of my all time favorites. I mean, it was all I was about with you know Moraleypython and, and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff back in the day. Um, but I I just felt that I had to move on to something else. Yeah. Uh, I needed to, to challenge myself with with a different animal or, or, you know, species or whatever, um, so, you know, I, sometimes I have problems focusing, uh, Mm -hmm. and I just really want to focus on the scrubs now, uh, and just try to, try to get a bunch in and and get them cleaned up and, and try and get some more captive, uh, captive clutches on the ground. I'm really mad about my, my, uh, Moluccan's not, uh,
0: I, yeah, I was going to you, you had, it looked like you were getting locks or something.
2: Oh, oh I, had, I they were mating like crazy. They they must have mated 20 times. Every time I put them in there, he'd mate with her. Uh, and she oh. fooled me. She got dark, and then she went into shed, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's coming, it's coming. And go. the 30 days went by, and I'm like, no. Because uh, oh. she, she had me fooled, man. I, I, she was looking really big in the butt, and... I was uh I was like, Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get them. this is awesome. Uh she but she's small, you know. I
1: yeah. I knew
2: this was probably her first possible year if that and you know. So I got plenty of time and heck I thought they were two female for the longest time. Uh they were actually <laughs> Stella and Virgo.
3: Uh or Virga.
2: Yeah, Stella and Virga uh because one of them striped and one of them had like starry patterns on it so i went latin names with those um
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah and i i thought it was two girls and then i probed them months and months ago and was like oh damn i actually got a pair this is awesome mm-hmm. and then i totally forgot and i was not even going to put them together this year and i was like wait wait why is this a male and uh so i, I reproed and i'm like sure enough yeah and, them together, but I almost missed out this year because I, mean, I didn't get anything. But I almost missed out on even putting them together because I was stuck on thinking I had two girls.
1: Uh, well, when you're uh,
0: along than most other people. You at least got locks. I mean, yeah. You
2: know,
0: oh,
2: you they got They they, they went crazy. Absolutely crazy.
0: Something's right
2: there. And I don't. I don't. I mean, they could still go. He just got back on food last week.
0: Oh, really? So he took that yeah. long off.
2: I mean, he wanted, he wanted to go, and I mean, I just kept putting, I mean, she might still pop something, I don't know.
1: Mm.
0: They've still
2: been breeding, so, I
0: will, um, keep us, from what I heard,
2: sometimes they go in the summer here.
0: Oh, they, they, they're one of those ones, they end up laying eggs in, like, like, freaking August or something stupid. In the fall, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you had some babies in, like, you know, October, so...
2: Yeah, my weird. the one scrub I got I think was hatched in December or September you know, or something like that.
0: Wow, it was real yeah, late in the kid. year.
2: They they actually bred outdoors in the, the Texas summer.
0: Wow, which is weird. It might that, not uh, be over yet.
4: <laughs> maybe people are missing it because they're not putting them together
2: uh, when they should. The right yeah, time. you never know. Everybody's yeah. everybody's putting them together in the spring, and when you really need to put them together in the fall. I mean, you never know
0: that might be it then. I mean, right. it might just be like, they, they might be summer breeders. You might not want to put them together until like August. I mean, yeah. huh. if those things are breeding outside in Texas summer, I mean, how hot does it get there during the summer in Texas?
1: i have a uh, hundred and
2: something. Yeah. A lot of days.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Jeez.
2: And you never I know. Have... Cause I mean, I think most people, uh, and, um, Most people breed like reticulated pythons in the fall.
0: Yeah, I've heard that. People that I know do.
2: Right.
1: Yeah.
0: And they
2: don't cool. They don't even cool. It's really weird. Uh, And I did pick up a couple of those too. Speaking of speaking of not focusing.
1: Kind of uh, oh, yeah, I don't know, cause that. the whole band thing, the whole band thing, you know.
2: Actually, when I when I went to Andy's and I picked up that that female, uh, that not the big female, but the, the original female, I yeah, picked up uh, uh, just a head albino reticulated from him because the wife was like, oh, you know, it's it's it was close to something, and she's like, do you want anything? You know, if you see anything else, I'll buy it for you. So I was like, you know what? I've always wanted one of these, and you know, so I bought her and. She's an awesome snake, man, and her mom is yeah. an absolute monster. She's the hugest snake, uh, and this girl is must have the same big bone genes because she's, uh, like, uh, 14 months and already 9 foot and eating jumbo rats. Mm. Uh, wow. But super sweet. <laughs> I mean, the nicest snake ever. Um, and so, and then the band was coming on. I was like, I'm going to get a deal and get a mail, so I got a, a – uh, a Motley Sunfire had purple
1: albino.
0: So wow.
2: those will be, uh, oh, be another side project I really shouldn't be messing with, but I'm going
0: to. <laughs> Something else I shouldn't be doing, but why not? I mean, it, yeah. it, hey, if you ever want to grab them up now, just to be safe. Yeah, uh,
4: I
1: know. Yeah, you know, I, mean,
0: I, uh,
4: I'm going to I'm going to be moving soon and really what kept me from like even considering it among a couple other things, but one was really the
0: space, you know, and mm. it's just yeah.
1: like, oh. they need a huge cage. Yeah. yeah. It's
0: like, now, now you're going man. to be moving and then the only thing holding you back is that you're short and that you're probably just an animal. But, but so. they're <laughs> such beautiful, beautiful snakes.
1: You know what I mean? You have, oh
0: you're obsessed with a big body Big snake and
2: that's like retick personified, so Yeah. Yeah. I well I mean it was only the logical it was a logical progression after Scrubs, right? What's bigger and still can <laughs> have attitude, right? I'm like, well, look like I'm like, well, gonna get articulated. To go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean thankfully my the, the two I have are, are pretty docile. I mean the the female she's totally cool. You know, from day one I'd hook train her Every time you open the thing, you rub her with the hook and then move her a little bit and grab her tail and take her out. Um, she's never shown any aggressiveness out of the cage at all. Uh, in the cage at night, she smells those rats, and she's ready. Uh, uh-huh. And I did have I did have one little scary incident where I didn't heat the rat. The rats must have cooled down a little bit or something, and when she struck, she actually struck towards the light that's in her cage as opposed to the rat. Um, yeah. But nothing, nothing scary, you know, you know, you you mess with her and and tell her it's you and then you pull her out and it's good. And and they're so predictable compared to scrubs. You you know exactly, you can anticipate when they're going to strike. They're, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty easy to read if you're, if you've had some scrubs. Um, Oh, yeah. Yes, they can be mean. You You have to, you definitely have to. Appreciate their strike range, and and that and not that I've had to, but I've seen lots of other videos with ones where you really gotta be on your uh, be on your toes. But yeah, I mean, I, I think they're really cool, and all the morphs that are out there, it's just it's crazy.
1: Yeah, I yeah, think they if they, they were gorgeous.
4: if they were smaller, huh. or if you could somehow get them the size of like, and you knew that they were gonna stay carpet python size. Oh my
2: god, that that be done, dude. It would have been insane. Well, <laughs> I mean, the super the super dwarfs are pretty small. I mean, yeah. if you get a true super dwarf, you're talking, you know, pretty tiny. That's like yeah, six, uh, <laughs> six to eight foot.
1: There you go. Yeah. That's,
2: that's you not know, bad. like
4: with the, when it comes to uh, when it comes to the retics, as much as like I'm a morph guy with carpets. Usually, when I step outside of the carpet realm, I usually prefer the natural type, and mm-hmm. just really dig a regular-looking retic. I mean, they're, they're really—it's
2: hard. Their to pattern do. is just out of this world. I mean, it really yeah. is—the the, the natural wild-type pattern, you know, and the colors. Like my female is she gets so light sometimes and has this like silver, it's just silver with the black and yellow. I mean, it is so gorgeous. Um, But then again, I love the like sunfire, super sunfire, purple motley. Like it's like, like blow your mind. You're like, holy crap. You know, and and they don't look that great when they get older, but you know, some of the like ghost sunfires and the, the uh, Mochinos. And I mean, they're just, oh my
0: god they're so gorgeous and I'm funny they're yeah. a pretty colorful snake you know they're just a creep mm-hmm. so they, they yep. are gorgeous I just had my first one for like a month I ended up rescuing a motley female and it's like I'm like oh they they banned them and I finally get my first one hooray good job Owen so you know it's like I had it for a little bit and she was really cool and I was actually really tempted to keep her but uh Ended up just not being the space, not having the space required and all that other fun stuff, so ended up getting rid of her, but yeah. it was fun to, to toy with it for a while, you know. It, it's, it's, amazing it it. it's amazing. It's holding a snake of that size. Yes.
2: It, yes. It's just... In the power, I mean, it's. Re- and, I mean, we're totally getting off the scrub subject, but
0: we are. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
2: I can. I can only talk for scrubs so long. It's not like I got twenty clutches on the ground or, or anything cool like that. Um, I have yeah. my collection. I'm, I'm trying to trying to boost it up. Uh, find some things, uh, you know. But it, it's, it just, you know, I, I have the the weird things, the other things. Like I have. Uh, I have some water pythons, and I like them a lot. I've got a, a reverse trio of those, and um, what other weird things do I
4: have? You like that things that bite. T-
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just, like, mean. You like
4: <laughs> things that just
2: bite. <laughs> I think I do. I think I like yeah. challenges, you know? I've always been uh, into crazy uh, things.
0: My water python is crazy. <laughs> like... <laughs> She throws herself. I have to keep the front of her cage covered or bin covered because she throws herself at the plastic if I walk by. So. Yeah. Yeah, mine are like mine are too bad. Though. I got
2: captive I got captive born ones from uh, from Brett <laughs> Bloom, and uh, and they they are and they just started getting better. Like at first they were to- like they would just fly around and like flop around and do these weird like full body launch strikes all over the place
1: uh-huh. uh, but now I've
2: got them I've got them calming down a little bit so I'm, I'm hoping that they're gonna they're gonna mellow out a little bit and they you do I mean I can right. take them out now and I just gotta open the open the bin lift up the hide and pick them up right away
0: yeah if you dilly dally
2: they want to nail you
0: yep that's actually I got my boy is from Brent too. And he's really fine. It's the female who was produced by a friend of mine. She's the psychopath. So, um, yeah. you know, I kind of feel bad that in a couple of years, he's going to have to go breed with her. So, um, <laughs> it's just, it's just one of those things, you know, but it, they, they're, they're such a cool species. I, I dig the lie stuff. So,
2: yeah, I like them too. I and mean, that's kind of my, my other thing, you know, there's some other things I'd like to get. I'd love to get some some blackface white lips and mm, yeah, uh, to more pythons, apadora. You know, there's there's so many other things that I'd love to get unfocused with, but
1: it'll <laughs> <you know>, probably <laughs> happen.
2: But, but I, I'm so, really, really yes. going to try hard to to keep my focus. As, as the main focus of my collection is is grow pythons.
1: At what least at least me? you know, if I can get
2: one pair of each locality, including some patternless here and there, then I'll be happy. Um, but that's gonna be tough to do, I think. Yeah.
0: I I did really dig uh, uh the patternless Wamina. I really did dig the patternless on those things. So but.
2: they're kinda they're kinda of funky and I just like to see what Ooh. they what the actual genetics are, you know. I'm i not really that, that cool on their looks because it's a patternless snake, but mm-hmm. I'd like to see is it is it codominant, is it recessive, is it dominant, you know, what uh, what is it, and how does it work?
0: There's, there are a few patternless kicking around out there. I mean, has there been any... Re- oh, yeah, there's from- lots. Okay. Hmm. I, mean, I just I'll- don't know anybody that's
2: done anything with them
0: yeah i mean i've seen i've seen like i have a patternless bar. and actually i've seen i have two patternless bars. so obviously bars patternless happens all the darn time but i've not seen it in too many other things which would be it'd be cool to see in the other localities
2: yeah i was i heard from i think yasser a long time ago said that uh, or somebody said it and i believe it i guess uh I don't know where it came from, honestly, but somebody mm-hmm. told me a long time ago that with tandem bars, the Axanthic patternless is the dominant yeah. variation.
0: I've heard and that as well. well. We're just there's that many
2: the, of them. So. The exanthic and the exanthic patterned would be the the least uh, the least uh, common. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but you know the internet. You know, maybe somebody's just recycling trash, or maybe I'm just recycling trash. i, don't know. But, uh,
0: I heard that. We'll find out. People. I think Ryan Ryan Young or somebody
2: probably. I think he bred a bunch back in the day. I think he's probably the one that that stuff came from. And he probably I, I heard
0: it from Nick. I think Nick told me that. So.
2: Yeah, uh, Nick and Ryan
0: are. Yeah.
2: Nick and Ryan are buds. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I'd I'd love to see what goes on. I'd love to see if if we can get something else crazy to come out, perhaps.
0: Yeah, that would yeah. be cool. But you know, also nothing beats just a really nice, like, really nicely colored Jaya. I mean, those with that contrast between the, the the stripes and the pattern and the back color, you know. Uh, Dave Means was producing his really nice, brightly colored jays. Those were just awesome looking. Yeah. So, you know, I'd love to see the different kind of tweaks you can do. But I'd love to see some really nice, you know, lime bread animals
2: that really kind of just pop. Yeah, that, and that's the other. That's another weird locality, right? Because there, there was some some talks about waminas well, aren't really from Waminas well, waminas well, are from Jai, uh, from Japura. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and all the barnecks are from the the Birdhead Peninsula.
0: Yeah, that's um, that, I, I, think I that see variations.
2: Is. You know the the what are they the cuffow and the uh, and the um, you know some of the other obscure barnecks.
0: The Manaquari uh, and, and things like that. Yeah,
2: they definitely look. You know, and, and where the hell did those go? Because I had all of those before, and now I can't get them to <laughs> save my life, huh. and it yeah, really they, makes they, me mad.
1: They just stopped
0: bringing them in. And, I mean, we had
2: yeah. a
0: few animals where it was like we had one lone female because it came in somehow somewhere crazy. And then tracking down the boy seemed to be like hell on earth. Yeah. So we ended up passing the buck on to another scrub breeder who was really into it and who, from what I've heard, still hasn't been able to find a pair for the thing. We had a – I forget what it was. It was one that I – Kicked off to you for a little bit, Eric. Which one was that? The it was the Kofi, the right? The Kofi, yeah. Yeah, it was the Kofi. Kofi, yeah. And Kofi, uh... Kofi, you. I'll call whatever I want. <laughs> 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 Why do these names have to be so hard? Yeah, I'm right. Trying to get Latin, trying to get Latin names is hard enough. Now I have
2: to try to remember, you know, Indonesian Indian names,
0: island names. Yeah, <laughs> this is that's like wow. hard. But yeah, that was a beautiful <laughs>
2: snake. Oh my she was God,
0: gorgeous. Was she snake. was a hell on earth, but she was gorgeous. And it was like she had very little pattern and had just these black kinda like somebody looked like through the they threw black paint at her every once in a while and that was it. Down her back and we could not for the life of us find a male that would Go with her, and of course, other people are like just breed her a bar neck, and then you want to smack them. No, do that. <laughs> somebody,
2: somebody just posted today. They crossed a freaking Helmahara with a with a car a jag carpet. What? Oh
0: yeah, that was Where last year. Person, can we burn their house down?
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I posted two things: a, a cry, a cry emoticon, and a puke emoticon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it just makes it makes me sick and to cry. was doing it, both
0: of those at his computer at, the, at that moment.
2: <laughs> oh. Yeah, I was like, no, you didn't. Please, I mean, God, no. I mean, at least it's at least it's a crazy hybrid, so it doesn't even really look like a scrub so much. Uh, but if if you're if you're inner locality reading things right now before anybody knows anything, I, I feel really sorry for you, and I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to be your friend.
0: Or just scrub breathing things. I mean, it would just be cool just to produce a clutch of pure Halmajara. Come on.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we haven't that uh, yeah. down yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I mean, people get, people get, I'm sure people get tired of waiting or tired of missing it just not mail. working,
1: you know? Yet.
0: And then like, yeah, I'm like, well, I got this big
2: breedable male. Well, hell, let's stick her with this carpet python, on or let's, let's do this or that, you know? Uh,
1: no! It's, it is I mean
2: I, I really don't blame them I guess but I sure as hell wouldn't buy one and uh, I don't know
0: how do, you, how do you market that thing I mean who would want to go I, I guess there's always going to be that one guy who just thinks it's cool looking and wants to buy it but, but like,
2: there, yeah there's hybrid there's hybrid lovers out there I mean I'm sure Yasser would pick one up
0: <laughs> maybe okay. I don't know I know there
2: were some there were some Uri Jaya scrubs
0: uh, yeah. A couple
2: years, maybe a year year back or whatever. And I yeah. almost I almost convinced myself to buy them just to have them.
1: Uh-huh. Uh.
2: Because I liked at that time I really liked both of those um. Those you know types of types of snakes. So. But then yeah, I was you like, like, "No, any what any do you, one animal? What are you doing?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, what are you
2: doing, man? So mm-hmm. I, I passed, and they were going for cheap too. I mean, they were a couple years old already, and. You know, seven hundred a pair or something. I was like, Meh. maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, but no, we, I,
4: I want to go. The uh, the one that really took me was the uh, Bolins with the IJ. And he called yeah. it the Colins. <laughs> the Colins. Cool, <laughs> oh, that my Colins. <laughs> that was a cool looking snake.
0: Oh, that that's the worst name was ever. A,
4: yeah, but it was it was cool looking. I mean, it was a, I don't know, it, you know, in the Morelia world, that's blasphemy. But that was cool looking. Yeah. It was like one yeah, of those sure words I can, where, just like I'm you just sure said, I'm sure I could make some awesome things. You know, like
2: like a, a badass jungle jet diamond jungle jag mixed with a Moluccan? I mean, who knows? <laughs> that could that could make something really freaking cool. But
4: did they do I that? Do
2: it. I didn't they do that the called a moon, they, uh, python
4: yeah, yeah. They the moon python or something? Yeah, there was a
2: moon python or something. Somebody in Canada yeah. did it a well, while ten years, twelve years
0: yeah. ago or something. Yeah. Uh, I'd love it's to see green. some pictures of adults of those. But, I throw uh, my I don't my know what carpet scale with them. I'll throw my rough scale with a Malukan and see see what I get. Yeah. You know. <laughs> No, I'm
4: not no. <laughs> you were great. banned from this show, Owen.
2: That's <laughs> yes, kind of I was about to say, and, uh, and today is my last appearance on this show.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, well, there's a new opening next week for a co Yeah. Like, yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I. you know, I wish that, uh, I. I think that, I really did enjoy – well, I still have some scrubs, but I think that like um,
2: – You want to sell them?
4: No. <laughs> You're selling no. you selling any – whoa. I have this one Barnack that was produced from um, – well, I think it's – well, I got it in 2010 – and it's uh, one that uh, David Means produced. But, you know, for a while I didn't think it was going to turn out like those – that want you know the one he had that was rain?
1: Right, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, I bought one from that pairing, and um, I th- I, for the longest time I thought it wasn't going to turn out like that. And then recently it just shed, and my yeah. god.
1: Oh, my god. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm like – Woo, you're like opening up the, where, the, you know.
1: Where the hell were these colors <laughs> hiding? Yeah,
4: you know. Wow, it's gorgeous, but what a son of a bitch that thing is.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: uh, so I mean, some of them are that way. Some of them really want to kill you. That that big Southern yeah. girl I got, she she comes flying out of that cage, man. She wants to, she wants to get you. Yeah. I'm trying to, i try I'm trying to hook train her a little bit. Um, you know, just like the reticulators, so just open the cages, just touch her. But, man, she will she just, like, shoots from one side to the other and, and gets all crazy. Even just the minute you touch her. I don't think she's ever been handled is the problem. Um, oh, boy. And I take her out very carefully. And, uh, you know, I have, a, I have a handling thing that I do that um, works pretty well. And once I get them out, um, I just keep them focused on something and keep them reaching to get to something which kind of preoccupies them with not wanting to turn around and hit you. Um, (laughs) and then I just hand, hand, you know, hand under hand along their bellies and stuff and, uh, and kind of just not restrain them at all, but just kind of let them go where they want to go and keep them, keep them, keep them in that flight, that flight mode. And that seems right. to work a lot. I mean, it's really calmed a lot of mine down. Uh, at least it being accepting of handling, not obviously trustworthy, and I'm just going to let it call around my neck or on my shoulder or something. But uh, enough to enough to not be too scared about going in and hooking it out Working and it. putting a putting a putting a bare hand on it. Uh, and I'll start with gloves. You know, if I've I've got them that I know they're bitey. I don't, there's no need to get bit purpose you know I use the gloves and then I might take one glove off so the, the glove that's always farthest from the snake's head is a bare hand and you know they get used to the they get used to the heat and that sort of thing
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, but it works pretty well you know and as long as you keep them reaching because they want to go somewhere they they could care less about biting you now you go to grab their their neck or you get too close you have to gradually work up to putting your hand close to their necks and and close to their heads because that's the last place and the tails uh, because that's the last I start with the start with the mid body and then I work on conditioning them to accept the the tail which sometimes ends up in swing around bite you in the in the chest or whatever or whatever (laughs) extremity they can get their teeth on Uh, I go there and then and then work towards the work for the neck and head and And just be gentle you know and watch them and if they start to turn refocus them back you know where they're where they're supposed to be looking and you know just try to act like a warm tree i guess right (laughs) i mean do you you ever think
4: you think that if when scrubs are more readily produced in the uh you know in the hobby do you think that they'll they'll mellow out say like with retics have and bloods and you know short tails and uh, IJs for that matter I mean pretty much that seems to follow suit do you think that that day will come where they'll be you know I don't think that they seem to just be more aware uh, similar to like retics I've heard that with king cobras Uh, they're just you know a little smarter um I don't know what what your yeah, thoughts on that. They're they're way smarter, that's for sure.
2: Mm. <laughs> I mean, I I don't uh I don't I don't think there's any other snake that I've messed with that's been quite so alert. Uh maybe, you know, maybe like paca rat snakes and some of those other uh some of those other larger colubrids that are, you know, uh daytime hunters and stuff. They're very very Visually sight oriented as opposed mm-hmm. to anything else, you know. They, I, I just really hasn't haven't seen much that matches their their perceived intelligence. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've they're nasty. The ones I bred were I had a uh, a super super docile male. I mean, the, I I let my God, she must have been seven year old nine year old daughter hold that snake at. 10, 12 foot when when she was growing up I mean he, he right. could do anything with him he, he never offered to bite he was totally chill he was awesome beautiful uh, he in in your calendar that that's the one that uh, a couple of years back that uh, oh, yeah yeah, yeah. picture of him he was he was such a such an awesome snake but then the female was kind of nasty and you know the clutch came out Kind of in between. You got yeah. There were some that were totally cool, and you could hold them, and they'd never they'd never mind. And there were some that were you know really crazy. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think if you breed calm snakes, you get calm snakes. If you don't freak them out, and mm-hmm. they learn they learn over time that you know you're not going to hurt them. I mean, they get they have to. I mean, if you're if if you're if you're able to tame a snake at all, then they must be able to learn, right? Right. Makes sense. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I think through breeding and the more we the more we produce and we've got tame animals producing tame animals, you know, uh, a lot of the reticulated uh, clutches are the same way. If you breed nasty animals, you get nasty babies. Um, so... That that would be an impressive animal if you could get a,
4: you know. And I, I don't know. I mean, for most part, the scrubs that I've worked with in my collection have all been pretty chill. I don't. I'ven't had that many that have been, you know, insane. Until I had some from Owen, and then they're just there. You insane. go. That's
0: it.
1: Yeah. See, we just,
0: here we raise them mean. We just yeah. like to make you know, 14 feet of death. So. Yeah.
2: None of mine are trustworthy.
0: Yeah, uh, not like
2: that one. i like that one I had. I mean, I could do anything with that snake, but but these guys, I have ones that, you know, my Moluccans, they were they were cool when they were little, but now they're uh they got some teen angst, I guess, cuz they're mm-hmm. uh, they've taken some weird, you know, I wouldn't expect it, and they've taken some weird shots at me. Haven't connected, but uh and you know they they're getting to the size where they've got a good you know three foot strike range. So right. you bend over and you you get one whizzing by your head, and you're like, oh shit!
0: What the hell was dead. that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: So they've taken some they've taken some pot shots. So you know, but I mean, they if I take them out and I hold mm-hmm. them, they're fine. But I don't trust them. I yeah. like that other snake, you know that's that other snake never struck at me ever ever as soon as the strikes a uh, snake strikes at me once, he doesn't have my trust anymore yeah uh, you know if you're if you're cool and you've always been cool and I can touch your face and pet your head and you're not gonna do anything, uh, I'm confident that you're probably unless it's a feeding incident which never happens because I have like three foot forceps or whatever they are. Um, hemostats uh, you know there there's no reason that you know I'm gonna get bit from them
0: there's uh, I mean we I had one mocan that I kind of trusted and everybody beyond that was you know no dice uh, they' didn't, I don't even trust half the tandem bars everybody but everybody kind of sits well on a hook after they after a while, I mean they have kind of were raised being uh hook handled and things like that, so I guess once mm-hmm. you get them used to handling with the equipment, there's really no problem you just gotta gotta be wary, you know you gotta be ready, and every once in a while well, you do miss and they kind of either get yeah. there or get close so yeah, and you know and and
2: people with with experience I haven't been bit I, I was bit once or twice recently due to my own complete stupid mm-hmm. um but, I, you know, before that, I hadn't been bitten years. I mean, I, I didn't mm-hmm. have snakes for quite a while because I, I got rid of my collection. But, you know, not, you know, I just, I'm smart, and I know what's going to happen, and I read the snake, and I know what's going on. But uh, I got this stupid idea that uh, scrubs hate to go back in their tubs.
0: So mm-hmm. if you're keeping them in racks,
2: good luck. Because <laughs> you try to put them yeah. to go in, and all they do is go in and then shoot right back out with their heads. Well, I got in the stupid idea that I'm just going to pop them on the head gently and have them go back in. And I've taken two hits to the palm of my hand uh, from two different ones. And I was like, and I just corrected myself. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Stop touching their faces.
1: Uh, Why?
0: Why would you do that? Yeah. yeah.
2: It's like... like, you're, you're stupid. Mm. But, um, yeah. I mean, there's, once you get them out, they're typically really good and, you know, no, no crazy problems. But The bad ones that I know are going to bite the crap out of me.
0: And I know that
2: you better wear gloves and you better be ready. But, uh, you know, on the, on the non-feeding days, you know, I feed every Sunday. So on Wednesdays when I'm cleaning or whatever, Hey, it's, it's time to take them out. It's time to play with them, get them, get them used to what's going on. And, you know, I don't think they'll ever calm down if you don't interact with them. You know, I think they're, I think some of mine kind of get used to my presence, but being handled, I don't think they'll get used to if you mm-hmm. don't handle mm-hmm. them. I mean, it, yeah. it's all about exposure. Okay.
0: No, I would agree with that. If you leave them in the, you kind of just handle them minimally, uh, that's, they're never going to calm down for you. They're just going to be themselves, and that's what you're going to deal with, so. Yeah. I
2: mean, if you want to tame tame snake, you need to you need to do the perfect uh, you know that perfect balance between not stressing it out mm. and it getting used to you right. So you're holding it, but you're not restraining it. You're not forcing it to do what it doesn't want to do. Um, you're not drawing its attention. You know you're you're just letting it be out of the cage. Like you know, like I said, the warm tree theory. You know, it's out mm. and it's getting used to climbing on you. And eventually, it's gonna it's gonna realize that your warm touch isn't a threat. It isn't food because it doesn't smell right. Um, your your movements, you know, move slow. Don't make sudden movements. Don't wave your hand in front of their face like a somebody, you know, like a stupid ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, a you know. Idea. And I think I think eventually, you know, you're gonna end up with a tame snake. It may take five years but i think eventually it'll happen
0: right yeah, yeah. yeah. You have a lot and the more you interact them, with them the more you learn
2: you learn about their habits you know
1: mm-hmm.
2: well i know this one if you if i touch it right there on the neck it's going to spin its head super fast and nail me
1: yeah. um yeah.
2: <laughs> you just you learn how they how they react and you
0: know and
1: mm-hmm.
2: then you can kind of anticipate what's going to happen and you, know, you can take a big one out that's nasty and take it outside and play with it with the hook and know how far it's gonna strike and you know, try to try to work on turning that, that fight into flight and getting it to just move away from you instead of always being so defensive.
1: Mm. Right.
2: But you don't want to yeah. stress it out and, and at the same point, right? So that's where right. that balance is between I'm gonna hold it but I'm not gonna I'm gonna not I'm not gonna purposely keep touching its neck over and over and over and over and over because that's just going to reinforce that it's mad and, and it, you're messing with it you know it's got to be it's got to kind of be calm, calm deliberate handling
1: yeah
2: uh, yeah it let, seems uh, like uh, let, it, yeah.
0: let it don't freak it out too much
2: scrubs are
4: a, uh, a test in patience you know <laughs> it's all yeah. around and yeah. uh, in, in all, yeah. all around
2: absolutely yeah keeping uh, keeping them alive keeping them feeding getting them to breed (laughs) keeping them nice making them nice
0: yeah yeah lots of patience
2: but it It wouldn't be fun fun. if it was easy right
0: (laughs) yeah of course
4: (laughs) (laughs) do you uh, do you what would be if you're getting a wild caught scrub um, yep and you have uh, you know there's one that presents itself and you have to, you have to grab it. What would be the number one thing you would say as far as acclimating that successfully? Someone that, you know, may be interested in getting into uh, the scrubs.
2: Uh, well, I've acclimated quite a few, so I'll, I'll, I think I'm pretty experienced on that. Um, when I get my animals, um, the first thing I do is, you know, I, I treat them for external parasites, even if they don't have them, uh, you know, pre- prevent a mite the cage or, you know, whatever your, whatever your preferred method of, of getting rid of mites and, and that kind of stuff is. Um, obviously, don't spray it on the animal itself, uh, but just treat the cage. Uh, I set them up. Definitely for something that's new on, you know, craft paper, newspaper, paper towel, something that's going to show any, uh, any mites that are dying or whatever. So you can kind of gauge the, the outside health of the animal. I mm. uh, set them up minimalistic. They've got a hide and they've got paper towel or, or, you know, something, some kind of easy, easy substrate, nothing, uh, you know, no Aspen or any of the other stuff to start with. Um, and I leave them alone. I don't touch mm. the snake at all until it's fed for me. Um, no, no handling, no, no messing with it at all. Um, if it's, you know, if it's not eating, it's typically not soiling its cage, so you don't really even have much cage maintenance that needs to be done. Uh, if mm. you do, hook it out, put it in a bin, clean it up, put it right back in, and shut the cage and leave it alone. Um, I know it's like, wow, I got this awesome snake and I want to hold it. Well, don't. Um, so I set them up, and then you know, once a week at night, I offer. I offer what I want to feed first. So that's a frozen thawed rat. Um, I'll offer it to it. Uh, just present it. I don't hit the snake with it. I don't do anything like that. I'll just offer it and see if it strikes it. Uh, we'll move it a little or pull it away. Sometimes an away movement gets them to uh, gets them to strike and and, and pull it. Uh, you got to be careful uh, with the nervous ones that you don't do anything after they take it. If they if they do hit it that way, because uh, a lot of them will just disengage really quick and uh, and then not eat the rat. So some of them you have to let them hit it and then just stand there frozen until they swallow it. Because, you know, even shutting the cage or sliding the tray in or whatever is going to make them not eat it. Um, so that's the first way I try to offer stuff. Um, if that doesn't take, I do the, the you know, I do the rat. Uh, same thing, frozen thawed on a, on a tray. Just open the cage, set it in there, close the cage, and see what happens in the morning. Uh, if that doesn't work, I'll try other rodents like mice or ASFs or something of that nature, chicks, quail, whatever you want to do. And you kind of got to cycle through. Uh, I didn't have any luck with quail or chicks getting my Helma started or anything. It was mice that, that, uh, that did it. Um, I wouldn't, I would really shy away from using, uh, alive rodent of any kind obviously for injury reasons but also because it can just freak them out even more and and I actually and I actually think that they associate the smell with the fear because I've I've freaked out scrubs that have been eating perfectly fine on rats and I went up a size on the rat and He and it didn't take it, and it kind of freaked out with it. And then it wouldn't eat rats at all. And and then I got it started, but as soon as I offered a mouse, it took it right away. And then as soon and if I scented a rat with a mouse, it would eat that. So and it had been eating rats for a year, you know, for for months or whatever. So, you know, you just got to be careful with what you're with what you're feeding and not freak out the snake. So I'd stick with frozen thawed or pre-killed, you know, some of them are weird and don't like them wet. Uh, so the, you know, pre-killing something and just leaving it in there uh, would be the next option. As soon as it, you get it to eat and you can get a fecal sample, uh, you know, do a float test or do your, send it to your vet or whatever. I don't have a good snake vet down here, uh, so I tend to do all my floats and stuff myself, uh, you know, and see what's going on. Uh, internally in the snake, you know, maybe you know, give it, give it whatever kind of warmer or whatever it needs to uh, to clean it out. Uh, to do that, I just, I know, you know, it's eating, so I don't, I don't put it in the snake's mouth or anything. I just inject it into the prey item, uh. Uh, and let it do its thing that way. So then I know, you know, that it's clean inside and out. So I know it doesn't have any potential health issues. I've got it set up sterile. Um, it's got a hide box, it's got, you know, water, the temperatures are right, don't mess with it, and then, you know, once it's somewhat established with eating, then, then I start with, you know, some gentle handling or, or that sort of thing. I mean, over the course of you cleaning its cage and stuff, it's going to be hooked out, it's going to be handled, uh, but you can Mm -hmm. start doing some, some more detailed, you know, handling sessions. Right. Another um, another thing that works with handling is uh is cooling them off with water. Okay. Uh, really? Yeah, for some reason, uh if I got a really pissy snake, I'll hook that snake out and I'll take it and I'll put it in the in the bathtub in some just not cold water, but just just lukewarm water. And the snake they typically don't like it and what happens is they get into that total flight mode and then they're, they've lost the, they kind of lose that weird craziness, and they're okay with being handled. It cools their body down, so I don't think they're as amped up and warm and ready to kill you. Um, I don't know, but it, it's worked for me. I've had lots that I've been able to just get wet, and huh. then I handle them. Huh. So I use, that's a weird kind of thing that I use. Uh. That's it. I mean, you want to make sure that the snake is clean and it's comfortable and it's eating before you mess with it, really. And if it doesn't eat, you don't touch it. Like I, I want to hold my Tamikas so bad it's not even funny. Uh, <laughs> but they haven't eaten, they haven't eaten for me yet, so I can't touch them. Yeah, okay. Uh Yeah, I haven't even probed them to prove that you know, to prove to myself they're a male and a female. They just got to sit there until everything's cool and. You know, and even even prove to prove to myself that they're clean parasite-wise, right? Because parasite-wise will stress the snake. It'll compromise its immune system. Uh, stress will compromise its immune system even more. Um, so, you know, sometimes, you you know, if you really want to be strict about it, you know, you can follow really, really tight stuff. You're going to make sure that animal's clean and feeding and then then and only then mess with it
4: okay yeah it' they can be uh they can be quite tricky to uh to get established, so that's some good tips
2: for sure um, it's it's time it's it just patience is all it is um, you know I've had some of my baby hatchling scrubs one of them went six months before it ate and it survived. Wow, so my big ones, my Helma six months. I mean, wow. after sick, it's like, oh, God, this thing's going to die. Oh, God, this thing's going to die. Should I sell it and recoup my money? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to give somebody else my problem, you know. Do I want it to die? No. Am I going to keep trying until it does? Yes. Uh, eventually, you're going to get a breakthrough. Eventually, something's going to happen. Right. Um, well, I mean, hopefully. There's there's probably some odd chances that the animal just isn't oh. going to eat. Um but if it isn't, there's something wrong, right? There's some, there's, the temperature is not right. It's, it's stressed out. It's, the humidity is wrong. You're feeding the wrong prey item. It wants it, it wants it dry and dry and dead instead of wet and dead or, or, you know, smack them in the face with it or whatever. They're all going to be different. You just have to figure it out. Um, and then and then go from there. And stick with what works, you know? If they take one thing, then stick with that thing. If you know that they'll eat mice, but you want to get them on rats, then, you know, give them, give them uh They'll take one mouse. Great, you give them one jumbo mouse, give them one jumbo mouse, uh-huh. give them one jumbo mouse, and then give them two jumbo mice. Okay, great, now he's eating two jumbo mice. Well, guess what? I want them on rats, because you don't want to be feeding a scrub mice the rest of its life, it'll never grow. Well, I'm going to take a, a weaned rat and I'm going to scent it with my mice. I'm going to give it a mouse first and then I'm going to give it a rat scented like mice. And nine times out of ten, it's as simple as switching as that. Um, you know, I know some of the carpets, the you know, jungles or whatever. There's I've never had a problem switching things to rats. I've never had a mouse feeder. Um, right. I don't know. It, I, and I might just be lucky, but...
1: You know, it is what it is. It. You know. Yeah. So, I, I you know, no I I, if it's not eating, there's something wrong with it, either
2: internally or, or your husbandry or, right. or you're stressing it out, one or the other.
3: Right.
0: It, yeah, I, I would agree to that because uh, I've never met a scrub that didn't want to eat. So...
1: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, get yourself you a helmet like, hair on That was
0: happy one.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, asking. once they're yeah. rolling, I mean, they'll eat
2: anything. So, yeah. Yeah, there's there, there's some there's some exceptions to that rule. I have my helmet heroes are rolling, but if I try and feed it wrong, it won't eat. Mm.
4: Yeah, it took yeah. me years to get that girl that I have, you know, established to where she's eats with a gusto. But
0: yeah. Mm, the, the 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 good thing about the barnecks that we had is um my one buddy gave me like a bag of like quail and we're talking like they they were they were adult quail and I'm like, What the hell am I gonna do with these? He just gave them to me and I'm like, No, that's shrubs the and they just ate them like crazy. And then after the bag of quail was gone, went right back on the rats. So I do love that.
2: And the the best feeders tend to be the barnecks and the Southerns. Uh, and the Molucans. uh my poor feeders are definitely my Helmaharas and uh, this little aru girl is giving me some giving me some pain but I've never um none of my other scrubs that I've ever had you know the waminas and and uh, the tannin bars and that kind of stuff I've never had problems with them directly just taking thing up taking stuff off tongs but um my helmet arrows, they don't want to eat off tongs. They're—they're so—they're so shy and uh, and submissive almost. Uh, they don't even want to strike at me. They—they they hide and they wanna—they want to run the other way. The male will light you up, but he, he'll actually take one off tongs as well. So it's kind of their—you read their personality. If it's a shy snake and you present a rat and it doesn't want to take it, then guess what? Present the rat again the next week. And, in and, and watch your feedings, you know, if it doesn't, if it doesn't eat, don't do it three days later, seven days. And believe me, yeah. after six months of waiting seven days each time, it drove me, it drove me nuts, but it, it will work. I mean, it, it will. At some point in time, it's going to work and they're going to take something. So right. just be calm and be patient and,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
2: and and read the snake and understand what's going on and, and try something different.
1: Right.
4: Well, that's good Very advice. Cool. Um, we are about to run out of time, so uh, Oh wow. <laughs> that went quick. See? And I thought I <laughs> if I thought I had nothing to talk about. Yeah. I just
2: rambled. <laughs> I just talk and talk and talk.
4: That's good. That's, that's the that's that the best kind of guest. <laughs> you yeah. know, because that, They can uh, talk about uh, what they got going on. Um, Cool. So, do you have any uh, info you want to put out there? Do you have a Facebook page, a website, uh, anything as far as that goes, where people can see what you got going on,
2: or? Uh, I just have Facebook right now. I've uh, I've dabbled in in websites, but you know, I don't want to do a. I don't want to do a natural history locality type info website because I don't know. And I don't want to rehash what's already out there. Uh, and I'm not currently breeding, so I don't really want to do a a breeding thing. So I have Facebook, you know, I post a bunch bunch of my pictures up on the, either my personal uh, account or the, uh, scrub Python group uh, on Facebook.
3: Um, there's also that group. other group that I have,
2: the my scrub group, the US, uh, US uh, simalia keepers and importers is the name of it. Um, okay but it's quite a closed group as of right now and you know there's not much on there to see other than uh, you know a couple pictures and, and things that I'm, until I figure out what I'm going to do with it. Um, is there a carpet fest south? because most mm. people in texas uh southwest are I'm missed and south missing Beach. out yeah. <laughs> carpet fest
0: carpet in texas south
2: yeah yeah i mean there's a lot of breed, a lot of breeders in dallas and that kind of stuff some of these put something together because i I'd, I'd sure I'm like to come and see uh some of the stuff that's cool. going on and talk to some of the guys
1: bill came
0: hey. to the northeast carpet fest so we're taking a breeder from texas
2: <laughs> oh, so they're coming up there.
0: Yeah. yeah well, maybe one awesome. of these years I'll,
2: I'll make the trip. There That'd sure, be awesome. Yeah. Well, there's
4: going to be a uh, a Southeast Carpet Fest in Florida in November. Best uh, one in
0: California. Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: there's nothing. Yeah, the I think of. we need to <laughs> think we need to golf need on the Gulf Coast. Third, Third Coast Carpet Fest or something.
1: There you go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hell, Give maybe I'll
2: host it. I don't. Have, I don't have any carpets. I mean, all my carpets are. I have some, but they're all sold and waiting, waiting to be picked up. I have. I have a whopping one egg in my incubator. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> nice. From a from a ridic,
2: a ridiculously botched uh, caramel tiger clutch. Oh. Uh, oh wow. But it's it's good. It's I'm gonna have one hatchling. Uh, hopefully, it's. I'll probably miss the odds and get a totally normal. Coastal and be like Great. totally no totally normal coastal male and I'll be like hmm okay
1: Wonderful. hooray uh, yeah
2: yeah
0: well that's a good time she was a... Go ahead a... I mean if you if you start us, uh, a a Gulf coast carpet fest I'll send you a carpet to have for the carpet fest and you send it back so wow you know, <laughs> well, just have everybody bring their carpets to show off there I'll just host it or it's something.
2: Done there you
4: go that's a good Perfect. time
2: all right guys all so, right uh, i think that's all i had to talk about and i appreciate you uh having me on yeah Definitely.
0: absolutely it's always fun
2: yeah so uh
4: when you have some more updates let us know you're always welcome back we'd love to hear uh you know uh what's going on in so. the scrub world so uh yeah you know feel free to let us know all right cool we'll do you guys take care. All right. All right. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Very good. Well, I hope that uh, gave some of the listeners their scrub fix. And, uh, you know, a yeah, lot you of info leave there. Leave
1: So <laughs> no, You know.
4: Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of cool stuff to yeah, dissect. There's a lot there.
0: of cool stuff about scrub. And I know you and I have, like, kind of drifted away from scrub as, you know, uh, parts that we kind of we had them and then we're kind of drifting away from them but we still kind of have our bows in them but they're they're a cool species and if you've got the drive and the want and you really dig them then there's a lot of things you can move through it's just i wish it was easier to track down the localities but i guess that that might be a well, kind of deal for some people
4: yeah, that, you know, it's, some. what do they say? Sometimes it's the hunt, not the,
0: uh <laughs> nah. not the
4: end uh, game. Well, but, I
0: mean, uh... we, we, we experienced that here. I mean, I, like, you know, how many days was I screaming about rough scale pythons? And then I finally got the boys. I mean, you know, and I'm still screaming about rough scale pythons, but it's like, <laughs> yeah. it, sometimes the hunt is just so much cooler. And then you get them and you love them, but it's like, You know, these things you pined over for, like, months. Like, you with Imbricata. I imagine once you get them, you're just going to be like, they're so amazing. And then what? (laughs) What's next? Um, Yeah. Well,
4: you know, I I mean, man, I'll tell you what. If, you know, often I say, well, I think, but if you really want to do something, then you just kind of have to make it happen. You know, and in the back of my mind, I still have that dream of like one day having this, you know, like this facility where I keep a spe- uh, uh, you know, a pair of <laughs>
1: species, of, species of
4: boas and pythons. And like, I mean, how cool would that be to go and see? I mean, come on, man. It You're not going to awesome. tell me that you wouldn't love to go and check that out. So much so that, you know, when we were at Matt's the other day uh, taking pics. um. On the way up, me and Zach were talking about. Um, I said, "You know, I think Owen wanted some zebra head albino stuff. I wonder if I could trade him a zebra head albino or zebra jag head albino for like a pair of those uh, Dominican boas." And Zach turns his head. And he's like, "What are you going to do with Dominican red mountain boas?" Did honest like, to
0: God, talk you out of doing a trade with me? to kill,
4: him. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I don't know. I'm They're trying just- to get rid of these damn
0: boas. You <laughs> son
4: of a bitch. Yeah, he almost, he almost, you almost had me, man. I was like, uh, you,
1: you know,
4: oh. no, nah, I still, uh, I still might do that. You know, uh, uh, we'll talk, we'll talk.
0: All right, all right, all right, Zach's not allowed to come in the snake room. You and I are going to come <laughs> and we're going to check out the boas. Okay, we're going to talk. <laughs> Keep him over there. Okay. <laughs> But it was no, like you know funny. I
4: just I just think about like that, uh, you know. I mean, if you if I have like 150 snakes in my collection now, I mean, to to have a pair of, you
0: know, is, is it is one. it bad that T, Timor pythons have kind of been calling my name? Ooh yeah, they're pretty, man, aren't they? They're really nice. And then and there's some dude in Pennsylvania that's like
4: trying to sell.
0: No, 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 no. Not, not Tim Morris, but there's some dude in Pennsylvania who's honestly got, like, the next town over from me that has uh-huh. Jamaican boas. Really? Yes. Wow. They're cool. And they, they look gorgeous, but if I get them, Matt Minnetola will be on my ass about, you know, breeding boas, and being a boa breeder. Sure, <laughs> I want it. <laughs> so mean. Plus, <laughs> so like, I, you know, I look at them and I'm like, And the Jamaicans look as the Dominicans, but they got these different colors and they're speckled and tannish. And I'm like, oh, they're they're cool, man. Yeah. But then I'm like, do I really want to have another animal here that produces litters of babies that you've started on geckos? Do I really want to do that to myself? Do I really want to just totally beat myself over the head? You know? It's even really not
4: just about the breeding, it's not even about breeding really as much as it is about the keeping part of it for me with that. So my, the process for, well, we've begun the process for us to get a house. So, Uh uh, (laughs) so once I have, (laughs) it was funny. (laughs) It's so crazy. I go and uh, my sister, she's the, she's, she's a realtor. Right. So me Uh and my wife were sitting there and I said, she's like, okay, Eric, um, what, you know, where do you want to go? And blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, I'd like to move outside the city. She's like, Mm -hmm. okay. She's telling me areas and whatnot. She says, okay, so what's like important for you? (laughs) You know, she asked my wife, what's important for you? And my wife's like, well, I'd like to have, you know, uh, it has to have a yard for the dogs and I like a lot of, lot, you know, like a lot of room for them to run around. And I like like three bedrooms, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's going on with it, like the typical stuff that people would. I said, all I want is a basement.
0: All I want is a big ass basement.
4: <laughs> I said, I need a basement, a huge basement. It has to be huge. And she's like, oh, God, the snakes, right? And I'm like, yes. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: A well-insulated, huge basement with electricity. Yes.
4: Yes. Oh, my God. I can already see it in my head, and I haven't even looked at a house yet. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? I can just, see, just picture it like.
0: Dude, that's the thing. You can't picture it because what you need to, and this is what I did. You try to picture it, and then you kind of get disappointed with the first couple houses you see. So uh-huh. what you need to do is you go into every house with the, all right, where the snake's going, and you'll find it in every single house. You'd be like, "This could be it. They could go here," and <laughs> and then you finally realize, "Well, I'd have to do this, this, and this." All right, this is not going to work, and then you move on. So before I ended up getting the house that I got here, I put in an offer at another house where mm-hmm. the the guy the the owners had converted half of it into a woodworking shop. So mm-hmm. he had insulated it. It had a, a sink inside the thing. And basically, he turned a two-car garage into a one-car garage. And I'm like, Mm. done, done. The snakes will go here. And it's like, I like the rest of the house. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. But the snakes will go here. So, you know, and that that one didn't work out. And I was kind of bummed out until I found the house that I ended up buying. Because, you know, I walked right downstairs. And I'm like, the snakes will go here.
1: And it's like, perfect. So, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
4: Yeah, it was like, so we looked at, like, we looked at uh, a couple online. And my sister has, has seen some of them. So, um, she's telling, you know, she's like equating the size of, of what the, what, what the space was. And mm. like, you remember buddy's basement? Well, the one yeah. was like two times the size of that. It was huge. And I'm like, Oh my God, that <laughs> was perfect. <laughs> but so much room
1: for activity. Here's, here's the free- <laughs>
4: Yeah, that's great. But here's the problem. Yeah, uh, uh, the I'll thing do. that really like holds me back is yeah. the space issue. <laughs> when that's no longer an issue, yeah, <laughs> that could be trouble.
0: That could be yeah. trouble. Yeah. And you know what? You can expand your snake room and you can like get it huge. And then all of a sudden you're like, holy crap, I've run out of space again. How did I do yeah. that? I didn't get that many new ones and nothing really worked out that bad, but it's like, yeah, all of a sudden I'm out of space again. Crap. So I, th- I
4: think, I think if I had the room, mm-hmm. probably what I would do is I would have my breeders and I would keep my breeders the same way that I do, but I would at least have one animal per species that I keep in a nice display
0: mm-hmm.
4: cage. Mm-hmm. you know, and, oh man.
0: Uh, I awesome. I'm gonna try to get the doors cut for my. Uh, I got to get the glass cut for my uh, my diamond cage that's in the living room. And I'm gonna start uh-huh. getting that wired and planted before Carpet Fest because I want to make sure that it's all working out nice. And you kind of get to see where I'm going at with it. But um, that's gonna be so cool when they're big enough to move in there. I'm gonna be so excited. <laughs> so oh, yeah. No, KJ. No one said Team Wars. Get that crap off the radio page, all right? No, no. Somebody they just posted up pictures of their Team Wars on Mur, on the Maria Python radio page. You know.
1: Oh, Okay. No, no one
0: said Team Wars.
1: <laughs>
4: they want to see. Uh, yeah, that's like that's a they're beautiful too, man. You know. I think now. though that like, I don't know. I, I, do there's so many pythons that I don't have.
0: Want it?
1: Man.
0: You know it's like the fact that I've heard from Jason Baylin he like he whips its tail and then just like musk and crap flying at your head kinda of turns me off of the T Wars a little bit. So I don't
4: know. I never really hold my snakes all that much so to me that don't
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> really about it. And then we'll see. You know, I'll, I'll wait you for know. you to do it. So you know Yeah. But I want yeah, there, I mean, place.
4: there's other. The way I figured is, if I get like some, so if I work on my collection to some captive-born and bred stuff that already yeah. exists, and get that yeah. by the time that uh, I would go to buy some of the the rarer stuff, hopefully someone will have bred it by then, and I'll be good to go. You know, hopefully that would. The goal cool. is for I mean, me and you that's... to have the complete.
0: Python, Python. I mean, <laughs> collection. That's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, so, that's what I like about because we were discussing earlier um, before the show. Uh, Dunn's pythons. So you're like, I know you kind of want them. I'm like, I do. And he's like, and then you were like. Well, I don't know how you feel about it. if I got them. I'm like, I'd be, that'd be awesome because then I would know where to get them. I want you to get them. <laughs> go get them, go buy them. I don't want to spend the money right now, but if you get yeah, them, you I do can it. Watch yours, and then later yeah. when I have the money, I can get them from you. So, I mean, and then exactly. it was, uh, it's perfect that way. <laughs> it works out fine that way. So, that's a good plan. <laughs> so, so no, like when you buy something, you want Zebra Head Albino. You want caramel Head Albino, or Anything head exantic if you wanted to trade for Boas. Just saying.
4: Oh, head albino? Oh man, I got plenty maybe, of that. I just maybe need to clutch I
0: out. maybe. I said maybe. <laughs> I said maybe. All right. Like I said, yeah. I dazzled by the sun yet. So, you know. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna have to dazzle you. <laughs>
4: Everybody, please. This is no. what I need all the people no. out there in Radio Python Radio World to do.
0: That's you need to- them. Like, yeah. They like you more than me. So
4: you know, you need PM Owen pictures <laughs> of sun glows. Sunglow boas.
1: <laughs> no, that's not no, those are boas. There's
4: now, now sun glow uh, Borneos or bloods, I think they are. Um You're not gonna barrage me with with Sunglow
0: <laughs>
1: sunglo
4: corn snakes. <laughs>
0: Sunglow corn
4: snakes I want them to, uh, to see the potential. <laughs> what do they call it? Sun or something like that?
1: I don't, um or, I don't know. It's <laughs> perverse I don't you know was that Oh like you know every, I do not know. Was that like <laughs> Was
0: that like the years where like every new morph of corn snake, even if it was an iteration of something that already happened in a different species, got a new name? Like, you know
1: I think they so. called it a
0: sunburst, <laughs> but it was actually a sun glow. So
1: Yeah.
4: Sunburst. Or whatever. And, was, yeah, I don't kiss, know. and there was a kiss. And there was a sun... I I, I I
0: can't even keep up
4: with that. I wouldn't even if know I, where to you,
0: The way to do it would be like, you know, you need sun glows to make this, this, and this, and they look pretty. Like uh i don't, you don't need sun glows to make moon glows, do you?
4: Uh yeah.
0: <laughs> I think so. I'm pretty sure. Sure. <laughs> think so. I'm pretty You're sure. sure. Isn't it just You're yeah. saying that? Oh wait. Does is it, it is it doesn't... a sun glow exanic? Or Yes. Okay. Mm. Damn it. I like, do yeah. like moon glow boas. Yeah, I, I may have painted myself into a corner here. So,
4: <laughs> yeah, he, I, you know, I, I've hatched. I hatched out one last year. Yeah. Um, sun glow. They they definitely have a look to them, different than the yeah. other albinos. Um, I think if you have a super, is where it's really gonna.
0: A super kick caramel in. albino
4: yeah mm. <clears throat> that's where it's going to really pop i think
1: and I it's hard like to explain what farming. they look
4: like yeah yeah and then you think about that if you have like what do you have a jag already
0: you take what head albino Oh uh, i have a female jag head albino yeah okay and so... i have a, and i have a i have a darwin head albino and i have a albino boy
4: yeah. See, so you could breed it to any of those, and the caramel is, well, if you had a, if you produced the super caramel, albino, I don't know what that would be. So, like, is that extra sun glow, extra sunny sun glow, or
1: what,
0: what <laughs> extra, extra, extra extra sun within the glow? I don't know.
1: <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Always sunny um, sun glow. <laughs> I guess it would. I guess it would just be a better. I guess it would just be a higher price sunglow. I mean that's how I would do it. I wouldn't go crazy. Yeah. Sunglow is a sunglow, you just have better ones. But and mix it in with the contrast it. Yeah. between a caramel and a super caramel, I'm gonna tell you there's gonna be a difference. What's gonna be Big killer? Yeah. yeah, what's gonna be killer
4: is a sun glow tiger.
0: That's gonna be killer. I'm paying attention now. You know, I I, I told you I told you I told you the first person to produce, I told you the first person to produce Ghost Tigers is getting my money. So yeah. um, I know they've probably ever been produced over in Europe. I'm talking out of the guys we got here. Um, you know. Of course I say that and then I keep looking at the rough scale pythons that are for sale out there and willing willing more money into my bank account, but it's not showing up yet.
1: So
0: Yeah, i I'm, I'm surprised you didn't jump on them. Alright, you know what? I can't. I really can't. I physically cannot. If there was any way to do it, and I'm kicking myself it. because if I had remembered that Dave had those, I probably wouldn't have bought the diamond Poison, But, you know, that neither here nor there. Right. So, killer. Damn. Killer, killer, <laughs> killer. They always pop up, right? The worst freaking moment. So They'll be mine eventually. Give me time. Yeah, patience. Patience.
4: Hopefully, I don't have a breeding pair before you have a female. A pair? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> that'll 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 hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't care if you get duns pythons
0: or yeah, you can get whatever you can get whatever that, you can have a albino olives pair of None of that white-loof. will matter. Yeah, I mean, come on, you know. But you have a pair of rough scales. I, I rough quit.
1: You, <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I quit the show. I'm out I'm done. <laughs> I won't be back until I get my own Yeah So. All right Well okay. It would be worse if I end up buying from you To, to get my pair
1: Yeah that would suck
0: I'd have to just give it to <laughs> Yeah thanks
4: look, look how sad he is as he opens look up his
0: wallet he over there in the corner. <laughs> he's,
4: he's opening up his wallet I, I Come on
0: I can't do that. Your money's no good here. Yeah, I'd, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd have to hit you. <laughs> I mean, that has to hit you over the And I'd say, uh,
4: I tell Matt, I'd be like, "Yeah, Matt, he's a boa breeder anyway, so it's not like he's oh, going to breed him or anything."
0: Oh, <laughs> <yep>. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I see how it is. All right. Uh, yeah. Oh, the Jamaicans are so funny. pretty, though. But yeah. You know. <laughs> anyway. Did you
4: tell that inside joke? <laughs>
0: I, the 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 boa breeder thing, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was that was something because he, he called me it while we were on the air once. So I I, I said that on the air. So yeah, <laughs> every time I piss off Matt Minutoli, he goes, "Oh, and you're just a boa breeder," and I'm like, "Oh," and then it kind of hurts me because then I realized I have potentially two litters of boa and only two litters of carp, only two clutches of carpet python this year. So. Usually okay, shuts okay. me up pretty nicely. <laughs> yeah, it'll be,
4: be all going off all, all for it. And then it was like, oh, okay.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Very good. <clears throat> well, let's wrap it up. Now that yeah. we've, uh, you know, Jamaican it's Boas, I like over. it. Pick yep. them up. Pick them up. Well, uh, let's see. Um, I'm going to do – how about I'll do Moralia Python Radio, and I'll do EB Moralia, and then you could do Carpet Fest and Rogue Reptiles. There you go.
1: Cool. So
0: For me so – I, I, w- I, w- I wanted to do EB Moralia. <laughs> no, absolutely uh, not. <laughs> I will not trust hoops. you with that.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was smart. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Murray Python Radio, you can check out our website, MurrayPythonRadio.com. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, the email is info at uh, If you have questions, comments, uh, guests you'd like to hear, topics you'd like to touch on, please feel free uh, to let us know what you think. Um, as far as the show, you can download it on iTunes for free. Um, you can uh, you can pretty much get it on any podcast app that you got. Just type in Murray Python Radio, and it should come up. The let's see, um, I think I think yeah, I think um, we have. Uh, the website's almost finished. I did some maneuvering around um, of some things, so go over and check it out. If you have any, you know, if you're if you're curious about carpet pythons or if you're curious about um, anything Morelia related, uh, if you go there, you're pretty much going to be guaranteed to find. Uh, it's just going to point you in the direction of what you're looking for. So, uh, check it out. Um, as far as next week's guest, Um, I don't have – this is the week before Carpet Fest, right? So, yeah, I I don't know if we're going to have a guest. I'm still up in the air. We might have somebody stop by for a little while and talk. Um, But uh, And then the show after, I'm sure we'll have some people that were at Carpet Fest call up. Maybe we'll have a a Philly Roundtable post-Carpet Fest show.
0: I'll let my dad call in and get an outside perspective. Of, uh, yeah, there you episode. go. <laughs> yeah. I like it. absolutely um, completely wasted episode. <laughs> yeah.
4: So you can also uh, like our Facebook page, Morelia Python Radio, and you can follow us on Twitter at Morelia Python. As far as myself, E.B. Morelia, happy to say we hit 1,200 likes. It's actually, I think, 1,202. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, that's probably, you know, I post a lot of updates to uh, to the Facebook page. Um, if you have any questions or comments, you can send an email to me at uh, info or I'm sorry, info, Eric at ebmorelia.com, and the website is ebmorelia.com. Uh, I just had my first clutch on the ground. Uh, so stay tuned for, um, availabilities, uh, got quite a few carpets this year, <coughs> carpet clutches, so should have some cool stuff, probably the coolest stuff and probably the stuff that, um, is the, that people will probably be most interested in is the citrus tiger stuff. So if you were interested in that, uh, Stay tuned, <laughs> and uh, sure. hopefully we'll get uh, some nice tigers out of that. Um, mm-hmm. So, I think that's
0: yeah, that's it for me. Cool. <laughs> Except for uh, so for Carpet Fest, Carpet Fest is the coming Saturday, but next it should be the 30th of May, and it is at my house in Birdsboro, Pennsylvania. Uh, if you need any other information please go to the Northeast Carpet Facebook page, or you can go to carpetfest.homestead.com, uh, or you can private message myself or Eric, and we'll get you all of your questions answered. Uh, if you need an exact address, it is 136 Hopewell Street, and that's 136 Hopewell Street, Birdsboro, Pennsylvania. The event starts at 3 o'clock. Do not show up at my house at 10 o'clock. I will put your ass to work. So... <laughs> That is, is kind of a thing. If you show up early, I will make you scrub something. So don't do it. Three o'clock is when we start. Uh, everybody is required to bring a dish. Um, we pretty much have a lot of the main stuff covered. We we have burgers coming. We have uh, um, hot dogs. We're gonna have uh, actual like lobsters and shrimp coming. Uh, we've got beer covered. We've got you know, utensils and plates covered. We've got some desserts covered. If you want to bring pretty much anything at this point, if you're going to bring a side dish, if you want to bring, you know, chips, if you want to bring sodas or anything, bring what you want. You know, bring your favorite kind of food, bring your favorite kind of drink. We had a lot of stuff. It's going to be a good time. Uh, if you need hotel uh, ideas in the area, there's uh New Lodge, the next town over, and then there's for the more higher end there's a holiday inn. A couple more, a couple the other town over over the other way. Both have been pretty good driving distance, not too far. Um, I can give you those addresses if you need those. If not, just Google uh, hotel accommodations near uh, 19508. That's my zip code. Uh, So that's what we got. And um, also, if you're willing to come with us. If you want to, Sunday, after Carpet Fest, we're going to be heading up to Clyde Peeling's Reptiland, which is an all-reptile zoo in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and that's going to be cool. Uh, I think we're filled up with the people who are going to come behind the scenes with us, but you can still come with us and still hang out. It's really cool, like I said, all-reptile zoo, and Clyde does it upright. Uh, He built that thing up from being like a roadside kind of, you know, tourist trap to an ACA accredited all reptile thing. I mean, he's got Komodos and stuff like that there, and their setup for theirs awesome. I was there probably about two years ago. It was awesome then, so I can only imagine what they've done now. Um, Carpet Fest is going to be a good time. Also, starting next week, we have the Carpet Fest auction, all proceeds going to U.S. ARC. Uh, we got some cool stuff coming up on the auction. We just got a few more things today. I think we have a Max Snow leopard gecko. And we have uh, Scott gave a voucher uh, for his uh, granite IJ clutch, and then I have a voucher. You have a voucher. We have the green tree python from Buddy. We have uh, Borneo. We have a we have bloods from Matt. And we have a blood from we have bloods from Lon. Borneos. <laughs> <have> Borneos. Yeah,
4: Borneos. <laughs> Not blood.
0: Borneos. I, I said I wanted to say Borneo's, but I stopped and I went the other way. Anyway, <laughs> I had it right the first time. Anyway, um, so yeah, I'm gonna get in trouble for that one. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm having something from Zach coming down. The Don't pike. mind him; um,
4: he's just a blow. He's just a, bow I'm, here a bo-
0: I'm a boa <laughs> breeder. I make these mistakes. So um, if, if you wanted to contribute to y'all, anything can be contributed. Uh, it Can be an animal. It can be. Uh, uh, a piece of equipment like a thermostat it can be um something weird like your company t-shirt which i think i'm going to throw one of my new ones in there so it, it can be anything you want um throw it up there if it goes for a buck it doesn't freaking matter it's a buck that goes to usr we already have raised 200 dollars from the sales of carpetfest t-shirts so everything will be added to the access of the 200 dollars so rocking and rolling uh, if you have any questions, like I said, contact myself or Eric. Um, as far as rogue reptiles, we have two clutches on the ground that are coming up. First one that will probably be hatching in the next couple weeks will be our red tiger to red tiger jag uh, pairing. And then after that, we have our high con tiger female to our caramel jag male. Uh, all other clutches at this point are up in the air because I have no idea what's happening over here. Same thing with litters of boas. Uh, the next show I will be vending is kind of up in the air as well because we missed the June Hamburg show. We had some trouble getting back in for in time for the August show. So we, won't, we probably will not be vending at August, but we will be attending. The next show we will be vending will probably be the one after that, which will be October. So there you go. Other than that, that's all I got. So what we'll say is, Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you all uh, same time next week for some more Moralia Python Radio. Good night.
3: Hey, Chad Brown here. You may remember me as a linebacker in the NFL or as a reptile breeder and the owner of Pro Exotics. I've been herping since I was a boy, and I've dedicated my life to advancing the industry and educating the community about the importance of reptiles. I also love to encourage the joy of breeding and keeping reptiles as a hobbyist, which is why my partner Robin Markland and I It's free. If you're a buyer or a breeder, you got to check out the Reptile Report Marketplace. The Marketplace is the reptile world's most complete buying and selling destination full of features to help put you in touch with the perfect deal. Find exactly what you're looking for with our advanced search system. Search by sex, weight, morph, or other keywords and use our Buy It Now option to buy that animal right now. Go to marketplace.thereptilereport.com and register your account for free. Be sure to link your Marketplace account to your Ship Your Reptiles account to earn free tokens with each shipping label you book. Use the marketplace to sell your animals and supplies and maximize your exposure with a platinum ad. It also gets fed to the reptile report and our powerful marketplace Facebook page. Buying or selling? Use ShipYourReptiles.com to take advantage of our discounted priority overnight shipping rates. ShipYourReptiles.com can also supply you with the materials needed to safely ship your animals successfully. Use ShipYourReptiles.com to take advantage of our discounted priority overnight shipping rates, the materials needed to ship your reptiles successfully, live customer support, and our live, on-time arrival insurance program. We got you covered. Visit TheReptileReport.com to learn or share about the animals. Click on the link to the marketplace, find that perfect pet or breeder. Then visit ShipReptiles.com to ship that animal anywhere in the United States. We are your one-stop shop for everything reptile-related.